0: We are big blues fans here at the STL Happy Hour Podcast. That's right. I'm Andy Hanselman alongside John Alpina-Sandner. We're in the midst of a blues playoff run. We're watching game three right now. We're going to break this down a little bit, but you know, Gloria Gloria is the, is the song of the year. The anthem of the blues. The anthem of the blues. I don't know if I've ever really heard the full story about why they ended up. With, I think they were out at a club one night in early January and...
1: Yeah, supposedly it was after their turnaround. Like, when yeah. they started to turn things around, this song got played, and they, you know how they are with hockey, super superstitious. Absolutely. You know. It's it's a strange song to be playing at the end of a hockey game, but as long as the boys keep playing the way they've been playing the last couple months, take it.
0: It's all Benner, man. All Benner.
1: Yeah, Bennington has seriously been incredible. I... I honestly can't remember a time. Do you do you remember a time that you ever felt so confident in a St. Louis Blues goalie? Like honestly. Not like, my,
0: not in my lifetime.
1: Like you always hear like people go like Curtis Joseph, Grant Fuhrer, of course, as we say that they just scored, but that was an impossible uh, goal to stop. Yeah. It was point blank.
0: He usually stops the ones that he can and the ones that he can't are
1: incredible goals.
0: They're incredible goals. That
1: no one's gonna stop. And he came from nowhere.
0: Peoria <laughs> not P- or where, what is the blues uh affiliate now that where the uh no it's um Chicago Yeah, was, I thought it was Chicago. Yeah, the Chicago Wolves, I believe. Yeah. Wow, look LC at this area. goal. I
1: mean, I know that nobody can see it at home, but this goal is ridiculous. The
0: first Dallas Stars game of uh, goal of game 3.
1: Yeah. Look at this. They're fighting for it. There's nothing he can do here. Nothing. Never even saw it. Never even saw it. Short-sighted, there, nothing.
0: Yeah. Oh well. That That's all right. Goal.
1: That's all right, boys.
0: Hey, it's the STL Happy Hour podcast on the St. Louis Podcast Network. Gloria, Gloria. You it can is. find uh, you can find us so many different places. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play Music. You can find us on Stitcher. You can find us on Spotify. Please like, comment, tell your friends about it. Share it leave Send a links review out. leave a review absolutely those great things to uh, to get us in the ranks of the cool podcasts we're uh, we're getting there we're ranked like number 10,000 no i i really have no idea what we're ranked
1: i think we're number 1 i think number, we're number
0: 1 number 10,000 in the uh, in your on the charts number 1 in your hearts Yes. hey this is the St Louis happy hour podcast yeah. Hey, good morning! This morning, seventy-three degrees in the Gateway City. Uh, here's, yeah, yeah. Hey,
1: speaking of which, of talking of weather, uh, <clears throat> do we just not get a spring anymore in St. Louis? Does it just not exist any longer? Like we just go from winter to rain to summer? Is that how it goes?
0: I think we're gonna get some springtime temperatures, which, which I'm excited about.
1: That's good. Will it be raining during? It's the gonna be
0: time? raining. Uh, tomorrow we're supposed to get like three inches of rain, which if it was going to snow would be about 30 inches of snow.
1: That's so, I'm just, uh, I don't know about you. I mean, we've talked about it, uh, quite a few times. I don't just so over the rain, man, over
0: the rain. And it's, I mean, everything is just so super saturated.
1: Yes. Which is great for the grass. My, my yard is really coming together right now.
0: So I still, I need to, I, I, we talked a little bit about this, about following the yard guys on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I need to de-thatch. Okay. I did that. Yep. I did that. And then I overseeded. Yeah. You need, so you overseed in the fall, but you dethatch in the spring. Yeah. You get all you get all the dead shit up. Yeah. Speaking of cussing.
1: Mm-hmm. 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 doing
0: a radio, Weekend Joe on 590 The Fan.
1: That's right, listen to Andy.
0: It's from 12 to 2 on Saturdays and 11 to 1 on Sundays Yes, on 590 The Fan here in St. Louis. You can also listen on your Alexa, or if you have a radio in your house, just say Alexa, tune into 590 The Fan St. Louis. Mm-hmm. I-, I almost said absolutely fucking <laughs> on the air yesterday. Oh, and that I- would have been a good one. I think I said if ab- you're going to do it, that would have been the way to do it. I think I said absolutely. fuck and I'm like, oh, I'm not podcasting, not podcasting.
1: It's tough, man. People don't think Hide. about it. if you if you curse naturally, it's really tough when you get in the groove of being on the radio like it's tough.
0: You well, it used to be that if a microphone was in front of my face. Yeah, I'd be I was all good because I just I just knew. Yeah. But yeah,
1: it's crazy because the best radio is natural radio. It is. And it's the way that you normally just talk. You know what I mean? So like. I mean, let's be those honest. Rules, we're adults here.
0: We curse. Those rules are so antiquated. Yeah. I understand it, When do you think
1: it'll go away? The FC, won't.
0: You know. not think will never so? go the F-bomb on television. Well, on maybe not the F-bomb,
1: but like they say, like they allow, I've heard like, and I swear I'm not dreaming it. I've heard shit before. Oh, yeah. On television. Yes. And it's like, dude, remember 20 years ago, that was never going to happen.
0: Actually, the first time I heard it on television was 20 years ago. It was when, uh, were you a fan of ER? Yeah. Yeah. When, when Dr. Green was dying, spoiler alert.
1: Yeah. Spo- 20 years later. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> uh,
0: He was down at his Oceanside house. He'd like fallen out of bed. Mm-hmm. And so they said is, it on NBC? It was on NBC primetime television on Thursday night. He just goes, shit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, and, and, and what are you going to do? I yeah. mean, that's such a real moment. What are you going to say? Shoot darn it <laughs> isn't it the funniest thing
1: in the world though when you're watching a movie that you know there's cursing and then they like sub in the uh oh. de- like what
0: the freak is going on here <laughs> it's like trying to watch the departed on on tbs <laughs> go freak yourself it's my which, favorite which in, in all actuality let me get comfy here i i'm gonna put my saddle feet up. in saddle in we got a couple hours to go yeah, so, the, the, the rate these things are going we're pushing it we're gonna we're gonna push two hours here eventually we're, we're
1: doing the joe rogan podcast pretty much
0: I I don't know if I can. I don't know if ever want to go four hours, Alpina. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I don't. We might lose some listeners. Yeah, maybe a few. (laughs) We're not good enough. Although, although
1: Lauren's a sweetheart, she's always like, honestly, John, and she's dead serious when she says it. When she looks at me, she's like, I wish it would go longer. And I'm like, and she talking about she
0: talking about me, the the podcaster, you,
1: yeah, both, (laughs) both. Stop saying that to me, Lauren. I don't like it. It's a race, not a marathon,
0: right? I um. (laughs) Uh, what was I saying? Oh, it, it, so, yeah. Um,
1: forgot what I was saying. Well, we were talking about the cursing. You were talking about the Departed. Now we were past the that.
0: Padded. Pat was past that. Oh. Then what happened? What did I was going to do?
1: I thought you were going to talk about the Departed.
0: Yeah, I said that, too. So, yeah, the Departed on TBS. Oh, TBS doesn't need to bleep words. Why is that? Because it's paid they, for? Yeah, because they don't fall under the privy of the FCC like when you watch when you watch um walking dead and negan well you're i hope you have on your shitting pants
1: (laughs) but they can't say they can't say the f word
0: i think they can i think just they just choose Choose not not to to. yeah
1: well that's wild that they choose not to yeah i mean you'd think if you're just gonna let it fly let it fly
0: f word's kind of a big word
1: yeah and again why is that a big word i don't just a word I'm intrigued as to why that word gets all of the like why is that you know like why is shit different than the f-word
0: you know what I'm saying like like the c-word which I will not say on the uh, on anything uh is really it's not a big deal over in the UK
1: right right like so why is the context here in in these in the states if you will why is it like I don't understand that I'll never the religious
0: right Hmm. I could see that so lots of big things going on Mm -hmm. um I don't even know where to start with all this stuff. It's, I mean. I, I have a million things. And I have a million so things for you, too. Do it. Things that we, that, uh, so first of all. I'll see you in four hours. Right. This thing might go four hours tonight. <laughs> you got married on Friday. I did. Congratulations. I did. I did. I couldn't be happy before. I saw the pictures on Facebook. Thanks. You are a handsome groom. Your Thank bride you. was stunning. Right? Stunningly beautiful.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. It was awesome, man. I'm still, give us,
0: I, give I us still the, smile about it. You should. It's it looked, awesome, it looked man. like it was a great day. Everybody was dressed to the nines. You, you were, you were surrounded by palm trees on a beautiful patio. Yeah. And you were. Were you at MGM?
1: MGM MGM Grand Signature Hotel is where yeah. we actually did it, which is like directly. So if
0: you're familiar, the MGM, they have their hotel, but then they have all kinds of other fancy add-ons. Yes. The signature being one of them.
1: Yeah. The MGM essentially owns Las Vegas now. If you didn't, I don't know. Oh, I didn't know know this. They own like 14 different properties. Like they own Aria, they own Park MGM, they own MGM Grand. They own, there was like a whole list. It's disgusting. They now essentially own. We were talking to somebody in Vegas. I can't remember who my dad was talking to, but the guy's like, they own about 70% of everything going on now.
0: Another hotel on MGM property. A uh, um, proper property mm-hmm. uh, is the the mansion at MGM Grand. Yeah. Did you did you guys get a chance to check that out? Yeah, yeah. beautiful.
1: Yeah, uh, dude. Las Vegas it is
0: so classy.
1: I guess if you're going to start anywhere in the story, it's the fact that Las Vegas itself is so um, mind blowing. Like mind blowing.
0: Mind blowing is the right word.
1: It's mind blowing. Like the whole situation. Like we were standing in our on our balcony, which was 19 floors up, and we were just looking around. And it's hotels and bars and and traffic. Holy crap! The traffic, the man. traffic. Uh, I mean, for as far as the eye can go, and it's just like what a what a playland. Honestly, yeah. what a beautiful playland. And the fact that it's sunny and warm every day when you wake up is a whole different. I mean, it's unbelievable, man. Like you wake up in a better mood because you wake up, you know it's going to be sunny. You wake up, you know it's going to be warm. It's different for Midwest people like us. It's just different. At least to me it
0: was. It would be because you have this shit here from December to March that you deal with. And now you have this rain that we're going to get for the next week.
1: I mean, and then you have the things like, so like, you know, we we did the pools. We did the pool down at MGM. We went to the MGM Grand and did the pool situation where they have like, I'm not kidding. I know there's at least five different pools and a lazy river. And I mean, oh my God, dude, like get out of here. It's unbelievable. The sights, incredible. Everything, man. I mean, the the prices of Vegas will always blow my mind. Like, even if oh, you yeah. go in expecting to take a beating, you don't expect to take the beating that you're going to take. Yeah. Like, like, every beer is $10. I don't care what it is. It's at least $10. Yeah. Every unless drink. You're, unless you're playing. Uh, oh, my God. So, get this. So, um, we went to the Bellagio the very first night we were there. Yep. And I sat down to play uh, video poker in one of the bars. And I'm like, I'll just sit here and have some drinks and waste some money here. And I put a 20 in. And when I got down to like two bucks left, the bartender finally came swinging around and he goes, uh, can I get you some of a drink? And I go, yeah, I'll take an absolute manner and tonic. And the guy goes, sure. Comes right back. Couldn't it be a nicer guy. Sets it down. To he goes, $18. What? And I go, uh, I go, oh, I'm I'm playing, you know, I'm here playing, you know, and the guy goes, right, I know. And I go, okay, so what are we doing here? Like, I was so caught off guard, man. And uh, he goes, well, do you have $20 in there? I go, I did. I put a 20 in. Yeah. I go, I'm down to $2 now, but, you know, I had a 20 in. And the guy goes, uh, have you been betting $2 a hand? I go, no, the minimum is like 50 cents. Why would I be betting $2 a hand? He's like, to get a free drink, you have to be betting $2 a hand. I go, where are the rules? Where would I see these rules? How would I know that that's how you get a free drink here? And he's like, sorry. And it was like, damn. Like, wow,
0: and then it was $18. It was
1: $18, and it was this big. Yeah. And you know how they pour, man. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a proper
0: you. pour. Yeah. Of course you it know,
1: is. It's, you know, so I mean, whatever. 18 bucks is whatever it is. But it's like uh, we I don't want to focus on like the negative of it. But yeah. it's like that would be like the only negative I would ever take away from Vegas is like so, s- in order to do it. I was doing the math on it five days like we did it food for breakfast, lunch and dinner drinks, you know, within respect and whatnot. I'm I'm guessing you need about three grand to go to Vegas. And that's without easily. even gambling without even gambling, I only gambled 200 bucks. Yeah. I did fifty dollars a day, dude. That was what it was. When I'd go out, it was out. That was it good for you? I, do you gamble? Are you a gambler? I don't. Oh yeah. See, I do sports gambling. Like I bet the Blues to win it all, and I bet the Cardinals to win the pennant. Nice. I put money on both those things, and I get more of a rush out of that. I don't get anything out of the other
0: stuff. I had. I didn't put myself on a list or anything, but I had to. I had to recuse myself from from the casinos here. Really? Yeah. I, mean, I, I can go in there. Like I'm not blocked.
1: Yeah, you just do it to yourself.
0: I do it. It's like, yeah, you, you need to be done.
1: I'm very lucky, man, with that. I don't have that issue. Like I literally, I don't. I don't know. Like I lose. I lo- I would lose my fifty bucks. You know. Yeah. And, and I, I, could,
0: I I would do that now.
1: Yeah, you can just. Uh, yeah, yeah, I. I just couldn't. I mean, I'm just thinking about man. The food was spectacular. It was so awesome. We had, I believe, thirty eight or forty people there, mm-hmm. and it was so great. My buddies from Chicago, um, all of our families, my friends from St. Louis. Like it was just. It was so incredible. Her friends were incredible. It was a blast. And then we went golfing. It bears best. Yeah, how was that? Oh, my God, dude. I don't know if you've ever golfed in Las Vegas. I have not. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like, I've never played anything like it. Ever.
0: The golf was good. The service was good.
1: Yeah, man. Pools were great. The wedding was spectacular. For a wedding that had no, we literally had no, uh, what do you call it, rehearsal. Yeah. It was literally, we got there 30 minutes before it. And they're like, here's what's going to happen. And then you go. That was it. That's it, man. And it went, and it went off without any issues. It yeah, was, they, because,
0: they, because they do them every day.
1: Yeah, it was incredible. The, the pastor was great. The coordinator was wonderful. I mean, I you know can't say enough about it. it you, you, you dream of how you want your wedding to kind of play out. And the whole week, everything, our friends, our family, the week. The hotel, I mean, we had a beautiful hotel. MGM yeah. Signatures is, for 150 bucks a night, you get a suite. Nice. Um, and it's, it's incredible, man. Very nice. Killer. Killer. Okay, let me ask you something. Question I asked somebody. How much money do you think, like, an MGM Grand cost a day to operate? For one day, with all the workers, the machines, the electric bill, the water bill, what do you think it costs them a day? I couldn't even. I couldn't even begin so, to like do the math. Like the pools, how much water's in those pools?
0: Hotel rooms cost, uh, a, a, like a Motel Six mm-hmm. costs twenty six dollars per night per room to run. Okay. The MGM Grand Signature,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, it costs thirty dollars right per night to run each room. Thirty dollars per night. That's that's that's, that's their cost. Cheat. That's crazy. No, it's... so nuts. It's, the amount
1: of money they're making. That was the other question I posed to everyone while we were there, and no one could come up with an answer. It was like, how much money do you think, like, the MGM Grand, just that hotel, just the hotel casino, the green, you know, MGM Grand, how much is that making per day?
0: So how many rooms is...
1: Oh, I can't even fathom MGM. that. It's huge, it's, but it's not as big as Caesars or... Uh, what's the other gigantic one? Mandalay Bay. They're huge. Like, how much are you making off every single thing? And not even, dude. Like, if you try to if you try to add in the casino portion of it, I don't even think you could. Because I mean, we were there on like Thursday and Friday when the crowds really started amping up, and it yep. was like people were betting nonstop. Oh my god. What?
0: I googled how many rooms are in the MGM Grand.
1: Uh two thousand. I have no idea. Six thousand eight
0: hundred and fifty-two.
1: Oh my god! Okay, so if you even try to so let's, break it down to one hundred fifty dollars so, a room, which you know well, no, let's ain't.
0: let's break it down to thirty bucks a night in cost.
1: Okay, and, that'll and that you. covers
0: that covers a that covers your housekeeping. It mm. covers, I mean, that your power. It covers all your expenses. For the Tear hotel. like $18,000, right? No. 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 Oh, that
1: would be three.
0: It's two hundred grand a day just to run the hotel. So now you have casino operations. And then you have pool operations and you have restaurant operations. You run a restaurant at your cost at about 20%. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean, so assuming that assuming a place like that does, oh well, why would guess two hundred thousand dollars a day in food sales.
1: I would have to believe that. somewhere around there. I mean, because
0: you got the pool, you got every single restaurant yeah. in there. So two hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! Times uh, .2, two—that's forty thousand dollars in cost. So now we're at two hundred fifty thousand dollars a
1: day to day. operate
0: a day to operate. Okay. These, these are just these are just your basic costs, right? Twenty percent also takes care of your takes care of your chefs, takes care of your uh, your your waiters' base salary, takes care of your power bill at the restaurant.
1: So then they, they need to be your food. They need to be clearing. I mean, oh my god! So they and then there's be... the pool
0: operations, which I mean, that's really that's just all cost, and who knows to so run the filtration system probably not that much. We're looking probably I'm going to guess around $400,000 a day
1: for one single casino hotel to run. Yeah. And it probably I mean they're probably making they're bringing in Well, let's here, um, sure, let's What do you think they're bringing in a day? A million? Between hotel guests and
0: 50 uh, Let's here, let's ask I'm Google. I'm just trying to see like what is the average room rate? Let's see. So the
1: average at room me, rate, because they're comping some people.
0: They're still because they're getting comp because they're losing at the casinos, right? Um, average pricing. This is from TripAdvisor. So here, this is gonna be gross. Um,
1: what a money making machine, Las Vegas. Oh my God. And to think it was a pile of dirt 70 years ago. You know
0: what I'm saying? It was a pile of dirt. Uh, So, like, here, like, Signature at MGM Grand is, I mean, this advertises $98 a night. Who knows what the hell that is? Yeah, I'd like to believe that. I I don't believe it for a second. No. So, let's say, between between the mansion, between all the other fancy, you know, penthouse upgrades. Yeah, big ones. Big ones. Let's say the average.
1: There's some rooms you can get for, like, five grand a night.
0: Let's say the average cost of a room at the MGM Grand is two hundred bucks a night. That's average sales. Sure, and uh, uh, assume it's full every night.
1: You could knock off. Yeah, it's going to be probably pretty close to full. I would assume. Six thousand eight
0: hundred fifty-two times two hundred bucks a night is one point three million dollars.
1: Just in rooms.
0: Just in rooms. That's if you're full.
1: That's not even food no, and everything else.
0: No, let's take it. Let's take this. Cheeseburgers
1: time. are twenty three dollars. What? Just a fun fact about getting a cheeseburger at the MGM Grand. What? It's twenty three dollars.
0: Even if you're if the hotel's at seventy five percent capacity, that's a it's a million it's a million dollars a day a day in sales at seventy five. That's just hotels. That's just hotels. That's
1: not including food no. or drink.
0: No, it's just just for the room.
1: Or like, like here's a fun fact: If you go to the MGM Grand Pool and you want to get like a raft, you have to buy the raft, and it's forty dollars. It's forty dollars for an inflatable. Can you bring your own? Nope. Nope. You can't bring anything of your own. We had, I mean, spoiler alert: We had to sneak in booze through water bottles because they check your bags. Oh yeah. But they don't check like water bottles. Like they check, like they give a shit, but they don't. You know what I'm saying? Like they care. Of course, they want you to spend money. Sure. But like, they don't really care. And then I started thinking about like other crazy things like there's 12 dispensaries within a 10 mile radius of Las Vegas. 12 uh, marijuana dispensaries within the area. We stopped by the one because one of the people in our group was a marijuana enthusiast. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and uh, we went in there and it was a 24 hour store. I'm not kidding. And the guy got... And I hear,
0: those, I hear these things are amazing, too. They're out incredible.
1: There. It's like a jewelry store. So imagine if you walked into, like, um, Diamonds Direct or some kind of sure. jewelry store, and you had all the glass tops, you know, where they normally have, like, rings and, and earrings and whatever else they have. And they have
0: 50,000 different strains. Instead, it's... Yes.
1: Yeah. It's crazy, man. And they have, like, a book that you open up the book, and it's like, well, if you want to be high but not fall asleep, you got this. And if you want to be high and fall asleep, we got this. And we got 30 strains of each. And then we have... We have edibles, and we have this and that, and, and my buddy walked out with $140 worth of stuff without even trying, without even trying. It was crazy.
0: And how long did it last him?
1: It did not last him the whole trip. Really? Yeah. It did not. Wow. So, I mean, like, they sell things like, it's crazy, man. They sell things like edibles, where it was like, get 19 edibles for 40 bucks. So it's two dollars an edible. It's not bad. Not like a bad price. If you are thinking like if somebody offered you a drink that would get you drunk for four hours and it was like two bucks, you'd be fine with that. But it's like what a money making machine. And when we walked in there, there is a security guy out front who's making sure you are behaving yourself. And I am talking a security guard that you are not going to play with. Like he's a big man, He's yeah. a large, large man. And then you get inside and it's, it treats you like it's a government facility because it is. And it's literally um, they take your ID, they check that and then they literally go all right go on in and they treat you as if like you were the king of persia like it's crazy man hi how are you today i'm great thank you like and they're like what can we get for you it's like you're literally a king and there's these places are everywhere like imagine the money missouri is going to make when it becomes actually legal like the amount of money and i'm not kidding when we were in there there had to be oh i don't know and this was it Two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday? Yeah. There were 18 people in there buying products. It's like, what? Are you are you kidding me? And there were people pulling up nonstop. And this wasn't even this was off the strip. This was this was uh I think still four and a half miles away off the strip. So you're not even talking like getting into where like people could really get do damage on the strip. Where they can just walk there. There's a place called Med Men, like Mad Men, yeah. you know? And they were, they were selling, they would sell pre-rolled joints to people for $10 a joint. And people were literally around the corner.
0: I mean, that's a, that's a good price.
1: They were around the corner. That actually.
0: was the price back in 1995. So, yeah. I mean, I'm glad to see that inflation hasn't hit, hasn't hit a joint in a long it's time.
1: crazy, man. There were people around the block waiting to get in. Waiting to get in. So, it's like Vegas has figured out what every other state has not fully kind of figured out. California's close.
0: Yep. What about Colorado?
1: I think Colorado's kind of figured it out maybe better than even California, which is like if you can tax something, you should be taxing something like you like. If you can offer it to the people, if they're going to buy it anyway, you might as well sell it. It's crazy. It's nuts. Like how much money? I couldn't even fathom how much money they were making. I was trying, I, I'm, to, think I'm about- trying to
0: think. I'm trying to like put it all together in my head right now, and and I can't.
1: I can't, Dude, there was people next to my buddy buying, I'm not exaggerating, $400 worth of marijuana, not even caring, not even, not even shocked.
0: I was talking to a friend of mine who lives out in Colorado and I and I said, I said, is there any black market pot? And they said, no, why would there be? Yeah. The, stu- the stuff you're getting from the stores, you know, it's clean. Yeah. You know, it's good. I think it probably, it, put, it put all the drug dealers out of business.
1: I think it exists to a very, very small faction of people that don't want to be in the quote database because you are like, even Could by, be. like, even by me just going in there with yeah. my friend, it shows that I went into a dispensary. Yeah. Right. So like, if you were like a government worker or whatever, and you were even concerned about that, like, I don't know why you'd need a, a pot dealer then, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you'd be concerned if like, if you want name, to stay the under database. the radar. Yes. If you want to stay off the grid.
0: But for the, for the majority, for the general population, nah.
1: I would own a pot dispensary tomorrow if it was available. I would do it tomorrow.
0: Medical marijuana is legal in, in, uh, in Illinois. Mm-hmm. My, mom, uh, my mom had a store here in town uh, where they sold um, nice furnishings. I called it the store of stuff you didn't need, the stuff you wanted. Sure. They had fancy couches. Okay. I mean, you, can, you, can go to, you can go to Value City and buy a couch. Yeah, Not this couch. Classy. So her business partner uh, is a woman named Mitch Myers. Mm. Mitch is a marketing genius. Mitch invented spuzz, Mitch and her team invented Spuds McKenzie back in the eighties. Oh, for Budwell. wow yeah. yeah. The dog, yeah. And so uh, after and so the store closed. Uh, it, it wasn't doing what they wanted it to do. And so uh, Mitch's next business venture was uh, a pot farm and a dispensary. Wow. Yeah, for medical marijuana. Brilliant. Doing, yeah, doing very, very well. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, and if to, it becomes legal in here, in this state, I, I've told Dad. I said, "Let's we we need to just sell all this shit in here and just and have and have a grow farm inside there, this building.
1: There's so much money to be made off it, and it's and I'm not just talking for like the people that own the things. How about the states? Yeah, like how much money could you make off that? They were talking about. I I, I cannot remember the exact number. You'd have to Google it, but the amount of money that the state of Missouri made off of just people applying for the possibility. Of getting a license for growing medical marijuana. Because it's like, I can't remember what it was, but it's a couple hundred bucks at least. Just to like get the opportunity. I might be wrong. It could be a thousand or, or whatever it is. But it is. And they had people pouring in to do it. Because the money is, it's just hand over fist, man. It would be like if you were one of the first people when they were on the brink of creating alcohol legally. You know what I mean? Like, right. You're just right there. Like, we're going to look back on this 20 years from now and laugh that it used to not be legal. I swear to God, that's what's going to happen. And I believe it should be legal. I am on the pro side of it being legal because, I mean, Jesus, if alcohol is legal, I mean, and people go, well, it's a gateway. It's like, dude, I'm sorry. I got to be honest with you. I've seen more uh, alcoholics turn to uh, a gateway drug than I have potheads. That's just my honest, uh, what I've seen, opinion. I wonder the what it was. Dorian
0: SL today does not have that figure. Oh, no, they have. Missouri has raked in at least 3.4 million dollars in application fees Boom. from 481 groups hoping to apply for licenses to produce or sell marijuana or marijuana infused products. <laughs> that's just that's just to apply. Yep. That's to get, just to, to get, try
1: t- to get a chance. To get into the lottery. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Although I don't believe it's a lottery. I believe it's who knows who.
0: Oh, I'm sure that it is. I tell you what, I mean, and that kind of leads into what else I want to talk about Stevie today.
1: Stevie Stanger. What
0: in the fuck, man?
1: <laughs> uh Steve Stanger's we, in trouble. One of
0: our first episodes was a was a big breakdown on Better Together uh, and their plan for unifying St. Louis City and St. Louis County. And there were you know my opinion of of that has not changed. Um more stuff has come out. There's been there have been changes made to that plan. Uh, one of the original things was that Steve Stanger was going to be the mayor of St. Louis Metro. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, about last February, that changed. Right. They pulled his name out. I'm like.
1: Interesting. What? That's
0: interesting. Sure. Why would they do that? Mm-hmm. Well, now we know why. Right. Because Steve Stanger. Let I was get, say, me going say, do you have the story? Let me, get, let me get over to this story here real quick.
1: Because I told Lauren about it today because I heard about it on the radio and uh it's, it's quite shocking because he was pulling some stuff, allegedly, for quite a long time.
0: St. Louis County Executive Steve Stenger, a target of a year-long undercover federal investigation into political favors, traded for campaign contributions, was indicted by a grand jury Thursday on charges of theft of honest services. The indictment was unsealed Monday as Stenger resigned in a letter to County Councilor Peter Crane, writing that it is in the best interest of our county and my family. The council met Monday night and chose its chairman, Sam Page, to lead until the November 2020 election under the county charter. The county council had to pick a Democrat, the same party as Stinger. Stinger 47 of Clayton. I'm 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 sad to hear, I'm, I'm not happy about Sam Page. There's a gentleman by the name of Mark Matovani mm-hmm. who ran against Stinger in the primary. Yes. Lost by a couple hundred votes. Uh, there was a push this morning to try and get him be To be, sure. to be uh, the county council, well, obviously a lot of people like
1: them if you only lose by a couple hundred votes it was
0: very, very close, so Stenger was almost not even on the ballot yeah for the uh, for the November primary election, so uh, i don 't know much about Sam page we can i 'm sure we 're going to find out more about him here in the days to come as uh, I would guess know, he's as,
1: pretty clean after whenever you replace him boy somebody, I mean you sure him.
0: have to i mean and what he is is that the the they had to pick a Democrat, so this is a Democrat that the Republicans liked. So yes. I'm, I'm going to guess he's very middle of the road. Probably, I'm going to guess probably like Governor Parsons, who took over for Governor Greitens after his scandal. We
1: need middle of the road. We need it.
0: We need people who aren't thieves and people who aren't going to rip the government off. We're going to get to part B of this story in just a second. Let me, let me finish reading this real quick. Mm-hmm. Stanger, 47. He's only 47? God, he looks like he's 80. Of Clayton appeared in U.S. District Court at 1 p.m. with his lawyer, Scott Rosenblum, shocking that's his lawyer, <laughs> who told reporters outside that his client was not taking questions. The judge entered a not guilty plea for Stanger. He was released without bail, typical for a defendant in a case that does not involve violence. No date was set for his next appearance. If convicted, he could spend at least a handful of years in prison because of the amount of money that was alleged to be involved in the scheme. Stenger, a lawyer and accountant, has agreed to surrender his law license.
1: Behave yourself.
0: Behave yourself.
1: I don't know. I, I, you know, I, I, I never like to stand on a podium and tell people how to, how to live their lives. No, I don't behave either. Yourself. But when we've talked
0: are, about this, too.
1: My bigger thing is, how do you not think you're going to get caught? In today's modern society of everyone knowing everyone's business, the fact that I don't care what it is, it always gets leaked. In that type of society, how do you think you're going to get away with it? Like, honestly, like any scheme you're pulling whatever crap you're trying to put underneath the sheets, how do you ever think you're going to get away with it? I've never understood that. You know what I mean? Like, that was why, and again, I don't care which side of the aisle you're on, but that was why I always felt like they really must not have had something fully identifiable on President Trump. was because, like, dude, you had two years to get him. Right. And everyone was after him, yet really nothing fully... uh, Tangible was able to, you were able to grasp, you know what I mean? Like, you know, at a certain point, you got to go, all right, you know, whatever. But and I
0: think that's kind of what you're pretty much what happened with them. I mean, do I believe that the president is on the up and up? No. no. Are no. any of them, though? Honestly. Is he smart enough to cover up his tracks? No, none of them. I mean, none of them are. Now we have, uh, it came out last week that J.B. Pritzker is under a federal investigation. J.B. Pritzker the... is the governor of this lovely state of Illinois. Oh, yeah. Another governor of Illinois. Under federal investigation. But
1: at least he wants to legalize weed.
0: He does want to legalize weed. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Pritzker's a billionaire on his own already because his family, uh, family. they own the Hyatt hotel chain. So, I mean, he's already loaded. Uh, J.B. Pritzker has a mansion on the Gold Coast of Chicago. Of course. Okay. I may have done this, too. I may. If I was really being sneaky. So in Illinois, you get uh, you get texts on like how many bedrooms and bathrooms you have in your house. Okay. So in order to not have as many bathrooms in his mansion, he took toilets out of the bathrooms.
1: Is that illegal?
0: He and, he, I mean, maybe he doesn't want the, the extent, bathrooms.
1: How could they ever prove that's illegal?
0: To It ended up saving him $300,000 a year in property taxes. I
1: know, but still, I don't know how you prove that that's illegal.
0: Yeah, I don't know how you... Because
1: let's say you're like, I don't need 19 bathrooms.
0: Right. I only need... And Eight. if I
1: save money on taxes, and the, again, I'm not, I'm not, uh, and I'm not looking to tell people to be sneaky and do stuff like that. But like, I, I don't think it. Like, obviously, you're not comparing it, but it's certainly not the same as what Steve Stenger is being accused of. You no, know what Steve I'm saying? Steve Stenger did,
0: did much, much worse. And it obviously,
1: worse if things. they have a federal indictment, they got him. They know they have him cornered. Like, otherwise, you don't bring a federal. If indictment. you
0: ever get a letter or get served with a federal indictment.
1: Pack your bags. You're fucked. You're going. What did I hear somebody say today? You're going to the Gray Bar Motel.
0: Yeah, that's what <laughs> Doug said this morning. He's going to Gray Bar Motel.
1: I, I don't see. I don't see. I, I, I just don't see how you're going to get away with it. And you know what? If you did it, you know what? Uh, you do your justice. Do your justice. You do.
0: Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker, his wife and brother-in-law are the subject of a federal criminal investigation arising from property tax breaks on a Pritzker mansion in Chicago's Gold Coast neighborhood, WBEZ reports. A 2018 Cook County Inspector General Investigation found now Illinois First Lady M.K. Pritzker. Why are they, they J.B. and M.K.? They're so
1: rich that they don't even know their names. You
0: don't need to know my real first name. You yeah. need to know my initials. Uh, directed workers to remove... Oh, directed workers. Oh, fancy. Couldn't even take the toilet out himself. No. You rich oh, bastard. Oh, hell
1: no. Do you think J.B. Pritzker's ever done any... Any manual maybe, labor?
0: Maybe in the early, early days. His, maybe, maybe if his dad really wanted to make him work, maybe he had to go clean some bedrooms at a at a, at a Hyatt.
1: I'm going to guess he never did.
0: Probably Billy Madison.
1: I'm going to guess he back
0: ne- to school, <laughs> back to school. That's probably more to likely. To prove to Dad, I'm not a fool.
1: That's probably more likely.
0: Our directed workers to remove toilets from the mansion in order to declare it uninhabitable, which resulted in more than three hundred thirty-one thousand dollars in property tax breaks. This report called this a scheme to defraud taxpayers and Pritzker pledged to repay the money, but the governor's wife may now face legal consequences. Illinoisians are no stranger to criminal investigations into the state's chief executive. Four of the past 10 Illinois governors have gone to prison.
1: That's crazy. For real. One tried to sell a Senate seat. Yeah, Rod.
0: that was that was Rod Lugoyevich.
1: I couldn't say his last name, so I was going to leave it up to you. Yeah, Rod I was Bl- going to call him Bl- Robbie.
0: Yeah, Rod, Rod Bl- uh, Blagojevich. Uh, is, was recorded trying to sell Barack Obama's Senate seat after Barack Obama was, was elected president in 2008.
1: What are you doing? How are you not going to get caught? Honestly, tell me how you're not going to get caught. How do you cover that money trail?
0: We've talked about this before a little bit. And it's kind of what, what I was leading to. I think these guys go, in, go into pol- uh, politics with good intentions. Yes. They want to be on the up and up. I,
1: don't, I would say most.
0: Yes. I'd say most. Yes. Because I'm under the impression that most people are inherently good people. Correct. We talked about the 1%. Yep. There the is 1% of scum. 1% of
1: scum. It's of scum. like there's 1% of the elite. Right.
0: Yep. It's the 1% of the scum of just the dirt. Yes. And rich people can be in that dirt. Sure. The one, the, the 1% of the elite can be in the 1% of the scum. Absolutely. And then they get a taste of it. The or power. they, or they have a need. Mm. I need. My wife wants this. I need this. My kids need this. Blah blah blah. I need to infuse a few extra bucks. I'm only, I'm only going to do it this one time. I only need like five grand. I'm only going to do it once, and then I'm done. And then they do it, and they find out how easy it is, and they're like, "Wow, well, it's
1: like a drug addict."
0: It's 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 exact. It, it produces the same endorphins in your body, sure. as getting high,
1: sure sure it does
0: getting in that kind of rush
1: it's just from, like it's from like getting f- behind a, a car and going 120
0: from getting away with something
1: yes it's a killer rush except with them it's it's a power thing i it's think more thing. than anything else
0: i i don't know how far this goes back i mean you, you you assume you assume that congress in the in the united states senate has been corrupt for most of our country's 243 years mm.
1: See I wa I was raised differently. I was raised to always CYA. Cover your ass.
0: Absolutely right? cover your ass.
1: So like and and by that I mean like even if you think there's a possibility that it could be illegal or be doing something that could be outside the lines of decency or correctness, you should probably really weigh that decision. So if you're a powerful person like these folks are you probably should take a second and really think, like, am I going to get away with this? And if I do get away with this, what are the comp- consequences when I really get caught? Like, what are the consequences? Like, now you're talking Steve Stinger could go to jail.
0: These guys probably he probably will these go, to guys, he, he's go to jail. He's going to go to jail.
1: I mean, for what? Some extra money? How much money does the guy need? You know he's got cash. He's got cash. How much do you need?
0: He needed more, obviously. But it to, was, now it it's wasn't cost enough. You everything. Now it's going to cost you everything.
1: I mean, you're going to pay Scott Rosenblum, which, for those who don't know, is like the high-priced lawyer. In- he
0: is the high-priced defense lawyer in town. He was. Yes. I mean, if you're in big trouble, he's the guy. You call Scott Rosenblum,
1: right? Which, hey, God bless. If you, somebody's got to be the guy, yep. But he's going to charge you. I mean, you're going to pay outrageous money, and you're going to go probably, to jail.
0: I bet Scott Rosenblum is fifteen hundred bucks an hour.
1: Oh, I would say every bit of that. Yes, I mean, there's divorce lawyers that charge that. I mean, he's big deal. I would say he's every bit of that.
0: Twenty five hundred bucks an hour? Well, I really, think
1: you're, I think you're in that ballpark. Especially wow. for a guy like that who's in a federal indictment, because you're in a federal fight. You're not in a fight like against some other
0: no against BS some sh- lawyer, no some you're-
1: schlepper going around. This is this is the feds. You're playing with big boys. He could be chart at this point. Name your price. Yeah, like if you're Steve Stenger, you're willing to say name your price to get you less time in yeah. prison. Even if it is white, it said that what prison. he
0: the uh, the initial story said that he could serve up to twenty years in prison and face a fine of two hundred fifty thousand dollars.
1: But again, what did he actually get? Uh, what did he actually get accused of? Did they actually give that yet? Like they say, what was it? He was being dishonest about. Does it say like he yes. was, here's what
0: was? What he, it is. What did he here's, actually do? Here's what it is,
1: because that'll determine how long he gets.
0: Prosecutor said in a statement that from October twenty fourteen to December thirty first, twenty eighteen. Why did it stop magically on the end of the, at the end of 2018? I don't know.
1: I bet he got. I bet he knew it was coming.
0: Stenger and various individuals and companies schemed to defraud and deprive the citizens of St. Louis County of their right to his honest and faithful services and the honest and faithful services of the St. Louis Economic Development Partnership Chief Executive Officer through bribery and the concealment of material information. Stenger, they said, sought and accepted campaign sought and accepted campaign contributions from individuals and their companies in exchange for favorable official action and for individuals and their companies to enrich themselves and their companies by secretly obtaining favorable action for themselves and for their companies through corrupt means. Here's basically what happened. So
1: he was bribing people to help his companies.
0: That's, that's correct. The entitlement claims Stanger sought to help a campaign donor, John Rallo and his companies to get insurance contracts from the county in 2015 and 2016 and a twenty sixteen consulting contract through the St. Louis County Port Authority. Stenger also helped a Rollo company, Wellston Holdings LLC, obtain options to purchase two properties in Wellston, which were held by the Land Clearance for Redevelopment Authority. Stenger also helped a company that is not named in the indictment get a twenty nineteen to twenty twenty-one state lobbying contract from the St. Louis Economic Economic Development Partnership. Partnership records indicate the company's lobbying firm John Bargett and Associates which already held the contract with the partnership and had a long relationship with its predecessor, the St. Louis County Economic Council. Stenger lied in public statements and took other actions to cover up the crimes. Cover-ups always worse than the crime. Well, yeah. At an October 23rd, uh, October 23rd 2014 dinner while Stinger was campaigning, Rollo complained that he was tired of giving money to politicians and not getting anything in return, the indictment says.
1: What's going to happen to him?
0: The, I don't know. The indictment says Rollo had no such problems with Stanger. Rollo repeatedly made political donations to Stenger before his election and the, with the understanding that he would get contracts from the county or associated entities and continue to do so afterwards as part of Stenger's trustee program, those who donated $2,500 every three months, the indictment says. In 2016, Sweeney directed partnership staff to help Rollo and two investors buy two properties in Wellston that the county spent millions of dollars clearing and preparing, the indictment says. She set the must-exceed prices at $250,000 and $255,499, knowing Rollo's group might be the only bidder, uh, it says, and helped them revise their bid so they could win when another bidder entered.
1: Oh, that is dirty. Filthy. So in my opinion, Rollo's going to get something, too. He's going to get a little tag one way or another, whether it's a financial beating or, or I don't know what they'll do. I guess they can give him jail time, too, I because mean, he's obviously part of it.
0: I haven't read this part yet i mean oh my it, god hang on read this listen to this okay <clears throat> i'm not a news anchor so i'm really bad at reading stuff sometimes.
1: i actually think it sounds fantastic in
0: may 2018 stinger told rallo not to talk to so hey, let me let me go back up here to the top um post dispatch patch investigations in 2017 and, 20, and 2018 uh this is all courtesy of tony messenger uh who is, I think it's great, put a spotlight on the deals with Rollo. The indictment noted that when a reporter sought information in August 2017 about the Wellston deal, Sheila Sweeney, CEO of the partnership appointed by Stinger, instructed Rollo not to talk to the reporter. In May 2018, Stinger told Rollo not to talk to the post Patch reporters, according to the indictment. The indictment did not make it clear whether the conversation was in text or if it was a recorded conversation. You can't talk to the effing press, Stinger told him. I bent over effing backwards for you. And I ask you one simple effing thing. Don't talk to the effing press. And I'm telling you, you're going to effing kill yourself, all right? You're going to kill yourself with this shit. Wow. Stenger told Rollo the paper's interest would die down after he won his August primary. Which it did, and except for the feds. Wait a minute, is all this over $30,000? No way. No way. You mean
1: a $30,000 investment from Rollo? The, the
0: indictment also revealed why Rollo's Cardinal Consulting had been paid $130,000 on a contract for which he had bid $100,000 in inconsistency explored by the post-dispatch. Oh, wow. According to the charges, Stinger directed Sweeney to have Rallo forward the $30,000 balance, balance to an individual identified by the initials J.C., who had helped with Stinger's pol- uh, political campaign. Rallo did not know J.C., and J.C. did not do any work for the payment. According to the indictment, uh, according to sources, J.C. is John Cross a local political operative, he could not be reached on Monday. Holy shit, man. So
1: let me ask you, what, how much time did uh, Rod get for trying to sell the Senate seat? How much time did he get? Because that'll kind of give you an idea, I would believe, into what you'll probably see with Stanger. I would guess it'll be
0: semi-similar.
1: Maybe not as much time. But Rod got like, what, eight years?
0: He, got uh, eight he years? was sentenced to 14 years in prison.
1: So if he got 14 for what he did, and he was running all kinds of stuff, though, it wasn't just the Senate seat. Rod was doing all kinds of good stuff. So I would have to believe that since that former politician got it, I'm going to guess...
0: It really sucks, too, that he was actually a pretty good governor. Believe well, it or
1: not. Well, I honestly believe, and this is going to kind of go in the opposite of what we've been talking about, I think sometimes in order to get things done in politics, you've got to be dirty. It's just you have to stay still within the letter of the law if you don't want to get caught. And then again, if you don't want to get caught, you don't do something that can't be caught. I'm going to guess Stinger gets five. I'll say he gets five. Five years. What do you think he'll get?
0: I, I think five to ten. I think you're about somewhere in there. Because they said
1: a handful of years. You said when you were reading that, it said a handful of years. Which makes me think they're not.
0: So this story is written by David Hunt, who recently returned from Houston. Yeah. Um,
1: great reporter. Great, God. he was a fantastic follow. If you were following the St. Louis Rams, now Los Angeles Rams, yep. uh, when they left, he was a fantastic. He was also
0: on our friend Tim McKernan's uh, podcast. He's been on there twice mm-hmm. uh, to talk. And actually, one of the first things they talked about was better together, and uh, some of the Stanger stuff. This and this was all last week mm-hmm. before all this stuff came out. Yeah, I, I'm sure that Tim will have uh, David Hunt on again. He's just
1: how could he not? He's yeah. such
0: a—he's a great listen on the radio, and he really, really.
1: And Tony Messenger, uh did he just Tony Messenger. Pulitzer, or just he wanna, did. Yeah, he's—he's he's spectacular uh, writer as well. Uh, those on the right might not like him. but... This shit is crazy. It's crazy. I just, I, again, dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? Just be smarter than that. I—I I don't know, man. My dad always said something, and it's always rang true my entire life. And and I would say ninety seven point five percent of the time, it's right. If something is too good to be true, it's too good to be true. It's just too good to be true, man. So if you think you got the world by the balls, I promise you, it's gonna it's gonna re up you. It's gonna get you. It's like a gambler. When yep. you're up two hundred bucks, you should walk away. Not you sit to wait if you can get three hundred. No. Get out at two hundred.
0: Or when you get your money back.
1: <laughs> Do you think you could be a politician?
0: You know, I used to want to really? serve serve the common good. Okay. Via
1: being a politician of some sort. Yeah.
0: Being like, you know, a village trustee here in Glen Carbon or an alderman in Edwardsville or dog okay. catcher or yeah. something along those lines. Sure. Serve the common good. Yeah. Um, I still kinda want to get involved. There's a, there's lots of different volunteer committees in, in, in the village that you can like there's the homecoming committee and there's uh, I forget what it's called, like the events planning or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I feel like I could offer a lot of um, a lot of expertise, but then you know, you it's know, tough, man. It was. It's I, tough. I don't. Um, I was wanting to run for school board. Yeah, yeah. I Were thought... you on
1: like the ba- the debate team or any no. of that? No,
0: no. Mm-mm. And I didn't realize that really to get into that, that kind of local politics, which I think really is where, you know, it really affects a lot of people's lives on the on the day-to-day basis. I think the what, local stuff affects that's why this, far more that's than That's why them. this Stanger thing is so huge. It affects like 1.5 million people. Well, and that,
1: and we just had a crooked governor, too. So St. Louis, yeah. as if we I mean, need more black so guys. So welcome,
0: welcome to, you know, the, the drama in my state. Yeah. You know, all the shit that goes on here.
1: I mean, we had the Greitens thing, and that was one black eye. And now we got you know, Stanger, that's another black eye, on top of the Ferguson thing, that's a black eye on top of everybody. You know, it's just, <clears throat> St. Louis needs to get its act together, man. I, and I, I, don't, I don't know how you, how you do. Although I will say, I'll be real honest with you, I am so impressed by what they're doing with downtown St. Louis. I am so impressed.
0: What are you impressed with?
1: Uh, all the stuff that the DeWitts are doing yeah. with the new uh, nice. condo, or not condos, but I guess they're actually apartments. Apartments. And all the new stuff they're doing with Ballpark Village, too. I am impressed with Union Station. I am impressed a, with the anything. aquarium. Yep. The wheel. I think it's all spectacular. I forgot if I was
0: to- telling you this or for where I was talking about this. I, th- uh, that, that aquarium is going to be a big deal. Yes. It's not just some cheesy thing.
1: No. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great. You're going to take an area that was left for dead... And they're try- at least they're trying, man. 20 years from now, they might look back on it and like, crap the bet again. But right now, at least they're trying. And I'm awesome with that. I'm down with that. I'm happy about that.
0: There you go. Oh, they really did just score.
1: Goal. Where's the towel, man? Two to one,
0: Blues. Blues goal. Scored by number, uh, I don't even know who it was. It was Bozak, Tyler Bozak. Oh, what number is he? 21. Scored by number 21, Tyler Bozak. Oh, you could do that. You could do that as a job. Oh, I, I, I That love, would be awesome. I love Tom Calhoun.
1: Oh, that would be a cool job.
0: For 40 years, Blues uh, Blues fans have supported their team with pride and enthusiasm. Now in our 41st season, Blues coach Greg Berube and captain Alex Petrangelo ask you to make some noise tonight. We're just minutes away from St. Louis Blues hockey. Uh, that's well, awesome. I love doing that.
1: God, you got such a good voice, man. You can yeah. totally do that crap, man. Seriously. <clears throat> oh, man. Hey, do you ever use uh, Uber Eats or
0: any of those postmates? No, we don't. um the Uber Eats doesn't work over here yet. They don't have it. You don't have
1: Uber Eats over here? Mm-mm, not yet. What about Postmates or any of that I, stuff?
0: I haven't tried it yet. I, I understand that it costs like 20 bucks to get the food delivered to you. I've never done it. Yeah, I and so... I'm intrigued by it, but I've never done it. Yeah, I'm intrigued by it as well. Um, if I want to order takeoff from somewhere, I mean, I can just get in the car and go get it. I really, I'm really, kind of old school like that. Yeah. I'll just hop in the whip and go, sure. get, go get my food.
1: Yeah, I like it.
0: I I, I, I understand why people do it. I like get it Like if you too. were
1: intoxicated... It's a great way to get some food delivered to you if you're intoxicated or just under the weather, like if you had the flu or didn't feel well. Correct. It's a great way to do it. Or if you have kids and you're busy as hell and you don't have time.
0: So they, uh, you know, Panera, uh, St. Louis Bread Company, they deliver. Mm hmm. And uh, I think Kelly and I had each ordered like a pick two mm-hmm. soup and sandwich and a couple of drinks. Sure. Normally about, I uh, mean, it's expensive. It's, it's about 23 bucks. Yeah. At Bread Co. Uh, with delivery, it's going to be forty dollars.
1: Wow! Holy crap! Where were they coming from? St. Louis? No, <laughs> five minutes away. So it's like essentially a seventeen dollar fee. Yeah, Pretty I'll get in the much. car and drive. I'll get in the car yeah. And drive. I'm like,
0: I'll just come pick it up. Yeah, no. Well, like, well, we can have the order ready for you. When you I'm thinking that'd be great. Yeah. Just pulling up, say, hey, pick up, pick up an order to go, and they have the stuff ready for you to go.
1: Uh, I, uh, that's not worth that to me. Couple bucks, fine. Oh,
0: Benner with the huge save. save,
1: man! The dude just stops these breakaways. He wids. just
0: stopped a total breakaway the Dallas guy was out there all by himself. The nets out, nets out. Okay. Why
1: are they still playing? The where he's calling. Him.
0: He's so good.
1: Wow, he's so good. Anyway, I went to the Blues game. I went to the playoff game uh, against Winnipeg when they were in town. Yeah, with my buddy Ryan. Uh, when they won? The Saturday? No, they lost in overtime. It's the one where they lost oh, in overtime. Okay. It was electric. Have you have you ever... You've been to a St. Louis Blues playoff game, right? I have. Dude, it's been a long time. What but... an experience. Oh, it's... What an experience, man. The music, the people. St. Louis fans have a lot to be proud about. I mean, I, I think you can put us up against anybody when it comes the... to playoffs.
0: Yeah. The, there, there is absolutely nothing like a no. playoff hockey game. No. The environment. The right. action the action, the environment, the people. Um, I remember going back in the 80s when they would play the Blackhawks in the playoffs, and, I mean, there were more fights in the stands than there were on the ice, and that's back when fighting was, you know, kind of really, really allowed in the the NHL.
1: I I did notice something new at the uh, stadium that I hadn't seen recently in a long time, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on it, and it was a bathroom urinal TV. What are your thoughts on that? It's called EyeSight, I believe is what it is. Okay. It's literally eye and I think sight. And, and it's what a were they?
0: Were they showing the game?
1: They were showing commercials. It was like just commercials, like something to keep your eyes, okay, away, I guess, away from looking at another man's junk or something. I don't know what they're trying to entertain right. us with. <sighs> hey, maybe nice they're trying to get your, Yeah, <laughs> maybe they're trying to keep you from stage fright or something.
0: Yeah, um, you know they've had the uh, they've had those ads above the urinals for mm-hmm. years, just regular, just print ads. Yep, they're about you know eight and a half by eleven. Yeah, uh, so the fact that there are now. Um, video commercials above the urinal doesn't really surprise me yeah um,
1: do you like it do you like the idea of it I, I, really, I feel like they always have to entertain us now like everything has to entertain us and I'm I'm a I, I'm a I am a uh, child of that I've told you about how I like the uh, TVs at gas stations
0: when you're yeah you pumping your gas I, yeah, I, you, I, yeah you said you need to be entertained while you pump your gas for two and a half minutes yep, yep, yep. um
1: I don't know I was just thinking about that. Like, our daughter has figured out Alexa, and she's figured out our phones, and she's, like, obsessed with them. And it's like, damn, we must be on these all the time. You know what I mean? To where if your kid is like, oh, wow, like, I want to play with that, too. Like, she obviously sees us on our phones yeah. all the time. How, many, how, much, how, how much time in a day do you think you're on your phone? Facebook, tweeting, uh, sending text messages, making calls. How?
0: Often- I really try to keep it to a minimum.
1: An hour a day, is what you do? No, I'm guessing.
0: An oh hour a no, day? no, it's it's easily four to five hours a day. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean, that's between playing games and doing all. Yeah,
1: I feel like my anxiety level goes up higher when I'm on my phone more.
0: One of the best things I ever did, and I and I haven't installed on my phone now, but was uh, take Facebook off my phone. Yeah, the best. I mean, you you make you make. About uh, five hundred less decisions a day on whether to look at something or not. Yeah. When you have that, when you when you have that social media off your phone. Sure.
1: You, and we already discussed you'll never fully get rid of it. I don't think I'll ever fully. No, get rid of you it. you
0: can't at this point.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I
0: mean, you can.
1: You could. I. I. You know. I. I don't know. I. I don't think it's all bad. I think some of it is way over the top, and I think a lot of it is, it a, is. a cesspool of nonsense. But overall, I think it does provide positivity. I Okay, so you're going to laugh at me. You're going to think this is super corny, but I listened to Kevin Hart on Joe Rogan's podcast. Okay. And Kevin Hart, the comedian, the stand-up comedian, um, for the, if you don't know who he is, I'm sorry. Um, <clears throat> Kevin Hart is like an uber-positive guy. Like, he's a really uplifting, like... Positive thought process, positive on the outside vibe type of guy. And I used to, like, dog that. I used to be like, oh, those people that are just, like, overly positive just don't work for me. And even though I like my comedians to be like Bill Burr and be, like, overly negative and stuff like that, because I find it funnier, I I think because of Lauren, who's now my wife, strangely enough, uh, as weird as that sounds to say, like, she's overly positive. Like, she's always... um, And Overly is not a bad thing. She's just always positive. Like, she's always, like, looks at the negative and is positive. My buddy, Chris uh, Reva, the one who was in here, is the same way. Like, and I think it's it's contagious because, like, I think you just got to be more positive. And, unfortunately, social media is so negative. So negative. That it's like, dude, like, even if something good happens, people are out there trying to be like, oh, the Blues won. Well, they could have scored four goals instead of three. It's like, dude, come on, man.
0: People are always come on, put- man. So it's funny you bring that up, and I love it. It's like you read my mind sometimes. <laughs> um, my wife and I were having some uh, communication issues mm. about things. Um, both really. I mean, this is just recently. Yeah. Both really, really unhappy. Sure. Um, got into a you know a big verbal argument with each other. Yeah. Uh, a couple of times. Um. Not fun stuff. No, not fun stuff at all. And it happens. And I I woke up. uh, This was a couple Fridays ago. And woke up in the morning. I said, "Let's uh, let's be nice to each other. Yeah, today. Let's only say nice things." It's
1: a pretty simple thing to ask, too.
0: Yep. I said, "Let's only said Let's not call each other even if even if you meet it like in a joking way. Yeah. Don't say you know. Don't say anything mean. Don't be sarcastic." Yeah, just be, be nice. Yeah, and we've been trying to do that every single day since then. And you, it, it totally isn't it so much better. It totally fixed the problem that we were having.
1: Yes, it makes you just feel better in general too. It does.
0: And we had we end up having an argument last Tuesday night um, about something. And um, do you ever do time out? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll step away for a minute.
1: Sometimes when Lauren and I really get into it, we have to like. Address it later. Yeah, because otherwise you're just angry and pissed off, and you say all the stuff you don't want to say. See, and, and and I'm I'm awful about that.
0: See, and I am too. I'll say, well, I will I, say something
1: and, uh, that I insta regret. Oh yeah, and I hate myself for it. I almost hate myself, even though I might feel that I'm right in the conversation. I will hate myself.
0: Yeah, me too. Um, so she has she has her ways of dealing with things. Sure, she when she wants to go to bed. She wants to go to bed. She will go to bed mad. Oh, really? And it drives me crazy. Sure. I want to fix it. I want to fix it right then and there.
1: Sure. The boys are brawling out here. Oh,
0: man, there is.
1: In the second period
0: here. Oh, the Stars are about to get a two-man advantage. Oh, no, they're not.
1: Of game three, they're fighting a little bit.
0: Yep. Anyway. um,
1: So Kelly goes to bed mad.
0: She goes to bed mad and will wake up mad oh yeah that's Mm -hmm. tough yeah oh it's 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 a bad beat it's a Mm -hmm. real bad beat but you know you learn those traits about your partner and you
1: learn to adjust
0: and you learn to adjust You deal with it yeah you think oh i should just get out of this is stupid we should just get divorced no yeah i love her more today than i did almost seven years ago the day we got married our anniversary is next sunday the fifth
1: hey congratulations happy anniversary i won't see you till afterwards Yeah. yeah
0: So, um,
1: y'all got married on Cinco de Mayo.
0: We did. So that's she, awesome. could, so she could remember.
1: Well, it makes it easier. to She's remember. She's terrible with dates. Really? I'm
0: the, I'm the, I'm the remember of all dates.
1: Yeah. I can remember all kinds of crap that I yeah. don't really need to. Yeah. That's
0: totally me. So, yeah. So just going into life going into every day and it's, it's a, just a, you know, and, and i like, I'll say something snarky to her. Yeah. And she goes, I thought we were being nice to each other. I'm like, we are. Yeah. I'm sorry. I do the same thing. Yeah. Because because we also just like to to poke fun at each other, too. Right.
1: So there's like a difference. There's a difference between like being a dick and being like funny. But it gets... But it can get... It can get... uh, It it snowballs. Yeah. And it can get muddy.
0: and, And it got a little muddy with us. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, well, you're just so hateful to me. And when we were arguing, she goes, you're just so hateful. Yeah. And I said... I don't feel like I'm hateful. Yeah. I said, if you feel that way, I said, I said, because I feel like you're hateful too. Sure. I said, let's just be nice to each other. Sure. Just say kind things. Yeah. And, it's you
1: know. Honestly, yeah. I, like I, I said, I'm trying to be more positive because Lauren's so positive. Now, I mean, you, you sometimes you can't change the way you just look at life in general, you know? Yeah. But you can really work on trying to. Absolutely. And I feel like I'm trying to, like... If you can look at something that might be a positive or a negative, you could try to look in the positive of it. You know,
0: I try and keep a positive outlook on things as well. Yeah. Um, I'm a I'm a. You know, if you talked about the other day, um, if this is the worst thing that happens to me today, I'm having a pretty good day.
1: Right. I feel like sometimes I just burn out. I feel like when I'm burnt up, like mentally like in my job, will do that. Everyone's job has stresses. Mine's just, I deal with a lot of personalities. Yeah. You know, as a as a vendor, you get a lot of crap, man, from like managers and stuff. And it's like after a certain point in time, like you're burnt up. So yeah. like by the time I get home, I'll almost, and I hate myself for doing it, almost take out my piss, you know, that I've been pissed on or been angry about or whatever from dealing with whatever. And you take it home with you. And that's that's the rule I'm trying to learn and trying to work on. Is to like a perfect example would be this weekend. Uh, even during my wedding, Friday morning, a buddy of mine. I sent out a mass text to all their groomsmen, telling them, "Hey guys, we got to be here at two fifteen. This is what has to happen." And my buddy didn't read the message, and he's like, "So what time?" And it like tripped me out, dude. I was like, "Dude, it says it. I took the time to write this message. Like, don't be a clown. Like, read the message." And I felt like a, I felt like an ass, man. Even after I sent the message, because I was mad in the moment they didn't take the time to read the message. And I took it out on him, and I even apologize because I feel like such an ass. It was, it was, it was, it was an ass, it was an ass move. It was a bad move on my part. But I, you know, I was stressing because it was wedding day, and our yeah. baby was teething, which was a real treat, by the way. If there was oh. any negative treat on our wedding <laughs> extravaganza was having a one-year-old teething daughter. God bless her. It was tough, and I feel terrible because the baby felt awful. Yeah, I
0: mean, but, you know, there's certain times when you when you fuck with somebody and certain times that you don't. So I'll say it again. Sorry, Hobart.
1: I was sorry, Hobart. He's
0: he's I can see it in his face. He really is sorry. I,
1: I felt awful about it, man. But
0: Hobart, comedy's hard, and, you know, there, there's a there's a time when you fuck with your buddy, and there's a time when you don't fuck with your buddy. Yeah. And when, on, on his wedding day.
1: I think he just missed it. I think he just I read- just didn't read it, but it drove me bananas, dude. I, but I hated that it did that because, like, Lauren doesn't have that. Do you have that? Where, like, something so stupid will just get you from time to time?
0: Not that I take anxiety pills anymore.
1: <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. I was so shook by it that I I've found that when I get angry, especially when it comes to text messages, I have to just put my phone down. Like, if Lauren says oh, yeah. something that'll that'll tilt me, I have to put the phone down, even for a couple minutes, because then all of a sudden I'll be fine.
0: It's very deep. I paid a lot of money from therapy to learn to do that. Really? Oh yeah. They tell you just put the phone down. Put
1: the phone down. Or like in my case, and it drives Lauren nuts from time to time, and I get where she's coming from because she's right. It would drive me nuts if she did it to me. I walk away, and if it's a, if it's a face to face thing, yeah, like I walk away oh. from the argument because I don't want I don't want to say something while I'm upset, right. And I get where she's coming from, though, because she'll be like, well, what happens if I did that to you? And you're right. That would piss me off. It would. I get it.
0: See, I think I would get it that she was just stepping away for a minute.
1: Yeah. I think I have to, I don't, if as long as she would have been like, yeah, I'm stepping away, I'd be like, all right, cool. But I yeah. get where she's coming from when I like walk away. I get it. I do. If we're,
0: God, and Kelly used to be the worst about text fighting.
1: Like she dig in or she'd just ar- silent up?
0: No, would argue or text. Okay. And dig in and get after it.
1: Okay. Lauren goes silent, which is almost worse. Oh. Although sometimes when I'm really busy at work, it's like, all right, silence will be fine. Like, if we're arguing and she's going at me and she'll just stop. I'm like, that's fine. What do you guys argue about? Stupid stuff, man. Stupid stuff. And it's mostly me. I'll be honest. It's mostly me. I don't know why. It's like.
0: Out I, too I don't late. Know. Out too late.
1: I think I'm just stressed. And I know that's a cop out. And everyone is stressed. Yeah. But I think it's a mixture of being um, an alpha personality mixed with stress mixed with. I I wish I was in a different place in life.
0: But what are you doing that's pissing her off in particular?
1: I don't know. That I don't know. I think it changes from time to time.
0: Oh, the rules always change.
1: I think if I was in a happier place in life, like where I... like. I love my job at Coca Cola, but I feel like I should be doing more. Like if I'm being honest, like I feel like there's more I should be doing.
0: You're you're put on this earth to do something. Yeah, and
1: well, I, I, feel don't think, like I, I feel don't like that. I feel like I'm missing. Was, I don't think mark.
0: I don't think it was to sell soda.
1: No, and, and that's what. And as great as my job is, and of course, I'm I don't sure work. it is great. I don't want to lose my job. No. Yada yada yada, you know. No, you lo-
0: know. I'm sure you love it. I'm sure that you Coca-Cola one- treats me well. And I'm sure that you've put in 110% every day you go to work.
1: It just it's just uh I, I and I'm sure or a al- lot of people well, feel like that Well, at least 80%. 80% sounds about right. <laughs> but it's just like you know, I just feel like maybe I think I, I swear to god I think that's what it is, which might even be a revelation to Lauren cuz I never even tell Lauren that. I think that's what honestly bothers me is like, uh dude, there should be I should be doing more. Like I don't know what more is though. I think that owning something of my own and watching it grow would be more satisfactory to me than working for someone else. I've always thought that. But
0: there's the comfort of getting the paycheck from somebody (laughs) else.
1: But I'm hitting a point where it's like I'm almost willing to take that chance.
0: Then hang them out there, brother.
1: Problem is, though, I want to make sure that I have enough money put aside so that it never affects my daughter if something was to go wrong. That's my biggest concern now. Like if it was just me being single or me married to just Lauren, we could figure it out. But when you have that Right. That extra I mean, you know, you have a stepdaughter. Yeah. You know it goes, man. Like <laughs> You,
0: you gotta, gotta make sure they're taken care of. You
1: gotta have make sure they're taken care of. But I think that's where it comes from with me. Is the
0: What do you want to own? <sighs> I don't well, know, you man. Go, you could buy a steak and shake franchise for ten grand. Seems like they may be on the way out. Right?
1: I've always thought, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, like um, there's things that I think would be fun to own, like owning a restaurant slash bar, but right. I also think there are things that are practical that would be fun to own that would also make you money uh, more easily, like storage units and things like that. Right. I think those would make you more money. More guaranteed money, I guess, would be the way to go if you're looking for the storage. We're getting ready route. to
0: build some out here. The bank's begging us to get it done. Nice. I mean, the, when, awesome. when the bank is begging to lend you money to get this thing done. to do it. There, there, there's something to it. No, And I, no, I want to, you know, part of my overall goal too, is to, um, expand the industrial park here Yeah, and create more, more work, no more workspace for this area. There's not, there's not enough space sure. for companies. They out, everybody has to go to St. Louis. Yeah. Uh, they'll be putting an interchange down here at two seventy at some point in the, in, the, in the next 15 years. Yeah. It's a huge deal. Yeah.
1: And you might as well be ahead of it
0: and you get the trucks in and out of here. It would cost like $12 million to do it, which in in terms of a state budget project, yeah, it's like
1: $5. What do you and Kelly fight about, if I can ask, that you're willing to talk um, about? Like, for me, I know it's on me. Like, that's not kissing oh, Lauren's me. ass. Yeah. It's definitely me. It's I have a confrontational personality when it comes to people that I really care about anyway. Um,
0: a lot of it was around going out mm-hmm. staying and not uh, really uh, what it boiled down to was not doing what I said I was going to do yeah yeah when, whether it was a little like I'll be home at this time
1: Mm-hmm. and then coming home a different time
0: coming home yeah. at a different time Um, it's a big deal for her it was yeah. a real big deal for her
1: sure it's understandable too I mean if she was if the roles were reversed you know yeah like if I told Lauren I'm coming on 11, I come home at 2 a.m. and then she was doing the same to me, you know, there'd be. What the fuck? Right. What are you doing? Where have right. you been? Right. I get it. So, yeah. I mean, like to me, I, always, I heard something a while back where it was like, if you're not giving 100% of yourself to your relationship and you're giving, like let's say you're giving 75% to your relationship and you're giving 100% to everything else, you're just doing a disservice to your relationship because it's the most important thing in your entire life. It's more important than job. I guarantee you it is. Yeah. There's always another job. There always isn't another Kelly or another Lauren or whoever's listening to this, whoever your significant other is. There isn't. Yeah. So like if, you're, if you're half-assing that or not saying that that's what you're doing or what I'm doing, but if you're doing less than what you should be, eventually what's going to happen is you're going to pay. That's always what's going to happen, man.
0: There's a cost to it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. And I'm, hold, I'm,
0: I'm holding back. There's things I don't want to talk about. But That's fine. Um,
1: that's understandable
0: you know cuz you know what it's
1: marriages are very personal things man absolutely and i do think that some fighting's good though it means you care
0: it does mean you I care i do believe that yeah if you just shut down and have no emotion towards anything that's it it, 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 it's brutal i've been there too yeah. cool
1: yeah i went through that after my brother for like a year and a half like i didn't have any feelings to anything nothing and i feel bad for anyone who dated me during that point in time or even was around me at that point in time because from like 2010 to 2012, it's just a roller coaster of alcohol, women and yeah. abuse just in general to myself, like yeah. just brutal on myself. but it's, you know, you're just numbing whatever exactly. pain you don't really want to feel. and you know, that numbness, what you're talking about, is, is the worst, though, because you don't feel anything. It sucks. I mean, you're supposed to feel something,, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, finding arguing is healthy. To a certain degree, as long as
1: you come back to the right place,
0: right. And you know, and that's and and luckily we were able to do that this time by saying, "Hey, let's just be nice to each other," right. Which she was on board with. That's a
1: pretty novel concept. It's it's great. Like just be nice to each other.
0: Yeah, just say nice things. That's it. Keep it simple.
1: Yeah, it is simple. Do you? uh, What do you guys watch before you go to bed at night?
0: Nothing in particular. Like we don't we don't have a TV in our room.
1: Really? Have you been like that forever? Like, even before Kelly, did I, you not have one in your room?
0: Uh, I did when I was a kid.
1: I, I mean, I've had one in my room my entire life.
0: Yeah, and then and the, we had TVs in the rooms before, but we, we just never watched them, and so we decided just not to put a TV in the bedroom.
1: So then you, when you guys go to bed, you just do you read before bed, or you just go to bed? She
0: reads. Um, I'll read some stuff, too. Yeah. Um. Usually on the phone.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Which
0: uh, I hate. I hate having phones. So
1: that- I like to fall asleep with the TV on. I like the light on now. It's it's muted, obviously, because we sleep with a fan too. Yeah. So like, I like the TV on. She can't stand that. But I I think always for me, it's it's
0: always sports. I like music when I go to bed too. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like music to put you to sleep and you fall asleep with it on. and It goes off type of deal.
0: Yeah. It was, but she but see, but she didn't like it. Yeah. She likes it quiet, and so I don't really get it a whole lot. Unless I put my I put my headphones in.
1: We are com- we are complex human beings. All yeah. Of us we we saw we used to watch uh like fallon and all that yeah and for the first time lauren had never even known who stephen colbert was uh and he was on the other night and she was blown away at how political it was and she's like i don't even enjoy this she's like i'm And lauren's not right left center or anything she no kelly's anything.
0: not either. i mean kelly cares but she's not like, a very L- political person
1: she does not care at all Lauren's like this is ridiculous like what is this? is this she? her exact words were is this all it is because it was like, the monologue was literally just as if you're watching CNN.
0: So, um, Evander, Evander Holyfield okay, was in Edwardsville last night eating dinner at Chavez. Okay. Okay.
1: Sure. Kind of neat. Evander Holyfield being a world-class boxer.
0: A former heavyweight champion of the world.
1: That's right. And part of his ears in yeah, Mike Tyson's chompers.
0: You're right, Maverick. I am dangerous. (laughs) Anyway, so I was like, I said to Kelly, I said, hey, it's kind of cool. I said, Vander Holyfield's having dinner at Chavez. And she goes, oh, okay. I'm like, do you know who that is? She goes, yeah, he's like some boxer guy, right? Mm -hmm. And I said, well, he's a little more than just some boxer guy. He's a former heavyweight world champion. right?" Oh. you know I don't care about that. You know I'm not impressed by people. People are just all the same to me. So if you were to say to Lauren that Evander Holyfield was eating dinner not at a clue. Fraley's. Not a clue. No clue, huh? No.
1: I would be shocked if she knew that George Foreman was once a heavyweight title fighter and not the guy who created the George Foreman grill. Huh. I would be shocked. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's going to text me and say, you're an ass. I absolutely know who George Foreman is. But I'm going to guess that she knows him as the guy who sells grills and not a world heavyweight Boxing champion.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, but she's just Kelly's. Just not impressed by anybody.
1: My dad's like that. My dad, except if they're a professional golfer, like when we went to the PGA Championship last year, my dad was like,
0: "Oh, he was like fanboy."
1: Yeah, he fanboyed over Pat Maroon. I saw Pat Maroon and I was like, "Hey!" and I ran up to him and said hi to him because Pat was yeah, the, yeah he was. Oh, a I'm coach.
0: not impressed by athletes. Yeah, and they're my, just guys. And
1: my dad was like, "Oh, go up and say hi." Like that's the only thing. Like my dad. Give a crap less about any actor or actress, yeah, at all. Like he's unimpressed. Like he's like great, not impressed at all. Like could not care anymore.
0: I, I, I'm not. I don't get real starstruck either. Yeah, I think are it was about like Carrie Underwood somewhere.
1: You met Carrie Underwood. I if, if I would, if oh. I were,
0: if I were to ever meet Carrie Underwood, she's beautiful. My friends, uh, I have friends uh, of mine that are, are her neighbor. Down in Nashville. Yeah, they live in the same. This house this subdivision has like
1: it's a McMansion. Yeah, it has like, to be. Yeah,
0: it's like three thousand houses in this thing.
1: So is Carrie Underwood like your unicorn? Oh yeah, really? So I, I love think, you. I think for me it's Blake Lively. Oh, she's neat too. I think that's like my one. Which ironically, Lauren kind of has like that look to her. She the does. Blonde hair, the blue eyes, the fair skin. It kind of works. So yeah. There you but go. like Blake Lively's like my my. My unicorn.
0: Anyway, Carrie's so scared of the public, even like her neighbors. Like, she was outside playing with her dog, and like a neighbor will come out and she'll run back in the house. Really? Yeah, she's a weirdo.
1: Do you think she's just, had, I guess she's probably just had bad experiences? I'm sure it's just
0: a bad experience.
1: It goes back to what we were talking about on the last podcast with like how weird would it be to be that famous. Yeah, and, she
0: is, and she is that famous.
1: To have people know who you are yeah. is just creeptastic. But
0: like, to like, not even like be friendly with your neighbors. Not that not that I'm overly friendly with my neighbors, but I'm a little friendly with my neighbors. Sure. Just a neighborly I, thing to do.
1: I don't know, man. I think if if you had people taking pictures of you and stuff, like it would probably be weird. Yeah, man. but if
0: I mean if you saw Karen Underwood every day because she's your neighbor, yeah. you wouldn't be taking pictures of her.
1: Fair. Yeah, they're probably worth money. Well, they are definitely worth money whoever lives next to her. Yeah. Like they don't care. Yeah. I think if I'm not mistaken mistaken, um, the owner of Fraley's, his brother lives in Nashville. I know he lives there, but I believe he lives in like the same subdivision as Kenny Chesney, which is pretty crazy. That's nuts that those people just live in Nashville. Yeah. That Nashville's become that hub. Like to where like these gigantic megastars are just living down the street.
0: Yeah, they just they're just in amongst the people.
1: Lauren's hooked on a show based in Nashville called Very Cavallari. Okay, with Kristen Cavallari from Laguna Beach. Okay, you know that uh, I mean, I, I know the name. Cute blonde. She's Laguna on. Beach
0: is on, it was an MTV show yeah. back in the early two thousands.
1: Yeah, that and the Hills, and uh, she's married to Jay Cutler, okay. former Chicago Bears quarterback. Okay, and the the show just shows like downtown Nashville, and it's like, holy crap, man! What a what a setup they got down there. I mean, a McMansion, and it's just it's beautiful. Yeah, what a setup. But they're, they're again, they're, you know they're living in just a subdivision where there's a bunch of other regular people.
0: Right. Just in amongst the people.
1: And they're coming to the tel- television crews to come to uh, the show. <laughs> Another random question I was thinking about, actually, while we were watching the Blues earlier was, what percentage of hockey players do you believe still have all their teeth? All of them. <sighs> like, haven't lost any of their teeth from hockey.
0: Do you remember right at the end of Kachuk's career? The playoff game. Okay. Took a puck to the mouth and knocked out four four of his teeth. Okay. And his four front teeth. He said those were the first four teeth he'd ever lost playing hockey.
1: Oh, wow. That sucks.
0: At the I mean, and he'd been playing hockey since he was, you know, a kid. A little guy. Little yeah. guy. Yeah. So, I mean, this is a so – he probably retired when he was late 30s. So, looking at a 30-year time playing hockey.
1: So, you think 25%. You think a quarter of the players that play in the NHL – still have all their teeth. Yeah. I would say that's about fair. Because I was actually talking about it. one of the San Jose Sharks players took one right to the, took a puck right to the face but and it took out to eight shot. of his teeth. Oh, Jesus. Eight of his teeth. You know what the dude did? He just got <laughs> numbed up and went back out.
0: That's what they do. They're just, they're tough dudes. And I think mostly because they have to wear the full face masks yeah. through Junior. It's not till they get to like I don't wear them in
1: college, too. Yeah. Co-
0: yeah, yeah. college. I mean, but like, yeah. most, I don't think most guys that play college hockey go to the NHL.
1: Oh, no. I could tell you that I'm not tough enough to play NHL hockey because there is no way in hell I would step out on a hockey rink without wearing a full face mask. Right. Not a chance in hell, dude. I,
0: I mean, shipped a tooth in a pickup game one time.
1: Man, I'd be done. I'd be done, dude. You just chipped it. My dad lost his front teeth because when he was like seventh grade. Somebody hit him with the stick while they were playing roller hockey. Oh, really? And it took out his teeth. And, dude, back then they put in silver teeth. He had silver teeth. Nice. Silver front teeth. Like
0: Jaws from uh, from yeah. the. Um...
1: Imagine going through that as a seventh grader. Yeah. It's bad enough being going through puberty and everything else. Imagine right. Imagine having silver teeth. Now you have
0: a silver tooth. That's probably like why. Jaws dad from the. Uh, so, a little trivia fact the guy who played Jaws in the James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know exactly who he With, you're the, with about. the metal teeth. You know who he is? No. There's also Mr. Larson in in, uh, in Happy Gilmore? You know, who Mr. Larson is.
1: Yeah, the guy Happy. who gets like the nail through the yeah. foot. Happy, no, through the head. Through the head. Happy that's Gilmore's right. boss, and he has to hit the You know, he hits the ball off his shoe. That's yes, what I was thinking yeah. about. Okay, same guy. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I would not have known that. Yeah, I would not have known that. Although it makes perfect sense now that I'm envisioning it. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny.
0: So there's an interview. It, he was on David Letterman. Uh, back in the mid '80s, and he was—I guess he had a new movie coming up, but he was talking about his time playing Jaws on on the Bond movie. Mm. You know, someone having that apparatus in his mouth and how much it hurt his mouth and cut his mouth up. Sure, and how long? I mean, because he was wearing it for like twelve hours a day during filming.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. I I uh, th- I've seen all the James Bonds.
0: I've seen them all too. I love them.
1: I love them too. Like I used to watch them. Me, my brother, and my dad used to watch them uh, on Friday nights. My dad would always like put them in, and we would watch them, and it was awesome. It was yeah, great.
0: My dad loved them too. That's why. I, that's why I, I, I gained my love of them.
1: I like the new guy, Daniel Craig. He's yeah, not new anymore. I mean, he's been in a couple of them, but I, I, I like Daniel Craig. I enjoy him. They're always good movies. I would like to see the possibility of Idris Elba being one of them. Oh yeah, I think he'd be great. I think so too. It's a good call. Got the accent. About yeah. six foot two built. I think it'd be a great bond.
0: So, are you are you big into these, into these Marvel movies?
1: God, I'm so glad you asked it. That's one of the things I have written down.
0: Okay. Um, I have seen because Endgame just came out. One point two billion dollars worldwide
1: in, in seventy two out in less than seventy two hours. That's great. Three
0: hundred sixty eight uh, domestic.
1: Uh, Crazy. I have Crazy money. seen all of the Iron Man. I've seen all of the Batman. Now that's DC. That's not Marvel. I get that. I've seen, uh, all of the Iron Man, all of the Batman. I've seen Deadpool. I've seen a couple of the Avengers. I haven't seen any of the like last three Avengers. None of them. Um, I've seen the first Captain America. I'm trying to think. I never saw the Hulks. I've never seen any of the Hulks. The Hulk never really did anything for me. Um, I haven't seen any Spider-Mans that weren't type Tobey Maguire. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'm a 50-50 guy when it comes to that. Kay. But I want to see Endgame. Is that weird? to like, no, see not how they I want to see how they bring it to the end. I want to see it.
0: I have seen...
1: Oh, I've seen Thor. I've seen one of the Thors. Okay.
0: I, I feel like I've maybe seen one of the movies. Of, really? Of, of the entire franchise. Okay. Which I believe there's 23 of them. Mm-hmm. So when they were talking about it on the radio the other day, and they mentioned that, you know, and I, then I brought it up. I was like, do you have to have seen all of the other movies to understand what's going on in these movies? Please say no. I don't know. They really didn't give me a good answer. Now, I understand that there's different. Within the Marvel universe, there's also different subsets of movies. Yes, there's the Iron Man movies, there's mm-hmm. the Captain America movies, there's the Avenger movies. There are there's the Thor movie, Captain Marvel, and the is Aquaman in that as well. Yeah, he's part of okay. that. Well, he's DC. I think that's DC. Is that DC?
1: I can't remember. Man, I think. See, that's and that's DC. the problem
0: that I have. So we're at home last Saturday night. We I, I played golf Saturday. I had a golf bill week. We we, we can talk about that here in a minute too. Nice and um. I'm like, what do you want to watch? And so, of course, all this stuff comes up. I mean, and I love the movies. Yeah. But I'm like, am I going to ruin something by watching, this, by watching these things out of order? Yeah. I'm like, if I see something on, along those same lines, if I see a movie I, that I want to see that I haven't seen yet, and it's like a half hour in on HBO, I won't start watching it.
1: I understand that. I understand that. But yeah. I, I don't think I really care. Like, I'm going to watch the Avengers Infinity War because it's on Netflix. And that's like one of the Avengers, there's like one of the seven movies or whatever the hell it is. I'm going to watch it.
0: So, we ended up watching The Last Jedi, Mm
1: -hmm. which I had not seen. Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. Mm -hmm.
0: And I felt okay watching it because I had seen, what was the one before Rogue One? Uh, The... uh,
1: I haven't seen any of them since the original or the first three back in the seventies and eighties or Damn whatever that was. I haven't seen any of them. I
0: can't think of what it's called. It's the one where Han Solo comes back.
1: And I always liked uh, Star Wars. I don't know why I ever didn't keep up with it.
0: So uh, Star Wars. Never like watched a theme. moment
1: of Star Trek. Trek, Trek, Trek. I watched
0: a little Star Trek, some of the old stuff. Okay. Um, the Force Awakens. Okay. Okay. Then watch Last Jedi. Mm. Ooh, coming up this year, The Rise of Skywalker. Nice. Well, that'll be good. Okay. Directed by J.J. Abrams. That's cool. He's good. Oh, he's so good. Um.
1: He also was the director of Lost, the TV show. I didn't know that for a long time. Yeah, he was Lost.
0: He's dra- we'll get to J.J. We can talk about that in just a second. Um. I have not seen Rogue One. A okay. Star Wars story, and I've also not seen a Solo, a Star Wars story. So Rogue One happens between <sighs> Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. A New Hope is the original is the original the original Star Wars episode four, which came out in nineteen seventy seven. Revenge of the Sith came out in two thousand five. Okay. Okay. So that happens between that's that's when that happens. Solo is just kind of an anthology movie. It just talks about just it's just all of Han Solo's backstory. Okay. Where he got the them, how he met Chewbacca, where he got the Millennium Falcon.
1: No. So the Han Solo one's an anthology. Okay. Mm-hmm. So did you feel like you missed anything when you're watching Last Jedi?
0: Oh, no, because it's not part of it because it's not um, part of the continuing story. Okay. So I knew I was okay to watch that. Okay. I, the one before that um I had seen which was uh the for, the the Force Awakens. Okay. So I knew I was good to, to watch The Last Jedi.
1: No, so I was I mean the uh like my buddy Brandon um he went and saw Endgame and he was like dude it's so good I'm going to see it again today. So he saw it back to back days. Oh so wow. it was so good. Um I feel like I feel like you could go into movies and get away with not knowing every single nuance, as long as you're not bothered by that. I feel like TV shows is where you can't do it. Like Game of Thrones. Like I so, can't get into Game of Thrones right now without starting at the beginning.
0: I almost, I almost watched it this past episode last night just on its own because I heard just, just it was going to be crazy yeah. good. Yeah. Like an hour and a half long and just mm, killing.
1: Yeah. The only problem is, is you don't know any of the backstory. Yeah, I don't know any of the
0: backstory. You're like, oh, okay.
1: I don't, I don't think we would have the same problem with uh, with a movie, because a movie tries to at least start somewhere and end somewhere, whereas a TV show is a, like an ongoing process. I'm going to start Game of Thrones. Laura and I already talked about it. We're getting into it. We're going to do it. We're going to probably start as soon as this week.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I started watching um, Sons of Anarchy.
1: you never seen it? Never watched it. What are you in? Where are you at?
0: Uh, season one, episode six. I have a a, a long way to go.
1: Yeah, but dude, by the time season two starts, buckle in, man. Holy cow. Sons? Sons is great, man. I've never met anybody who's seen Sons of Anarchy and didn't like Sons of Anarchy. Oh,
0: I love it already. It's like White Trash Sopranos.
1: Well, what it really is, is he based the whole thing off Macbeth. Really? Yes. Yes, that's what he based the whole thing. I think it was Macbeth or Othello. I can't remember. It's one of the, I think it's Macbeth. But the guy, by the way, the guy who created it is married to Peggy Bundy in real life. Kurt Sutter. Yeah. Who plays Otto in okay. the show. Okay. Uh, that's the creator. Yeah. It's Kurt Sutter. He's Otto. And he is married to Gemma. Gemma. Yeah, in real life. Peg Bundy. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's a treat. She is. She's a feisty mama.
0: She is I mean she
1: is a feisty mama.
0: See I can't I mean I'm on I'm on the Marvel comics movies Wikipedia page. Yeah. And I I, I can't even decipher this. So here we go.
1: This is Endgame.
0: We'll start we're going to start at the top, okay? So the first movie in 1944 was Captain America. So the very first Captain America. For some reason In 1986, a movie called Howard the Duck came out. Okay. It came out the same weekend as Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: Okay. We go to the
0: movie theater, and we don't know what to see. So my mom or my dad asks the person behind the counter, what should we see, Ferris Bueller's Day Off or Howard the Duck? He goes, oh, Howard the Duck is great. Howard the Duck is probably one of the worst movies ever made. It is pretty bad. Awful movie. Okay. 89, The Punisher. Nineteen ninety, another Captain America. Ninety four, Fantastic Four. Why do I not know about any of these? Ninety eight, Blade.
1: Okay, 2000- that, now we're getting into me. I yep, two
0: thousand X Men, two thousand two Blade two, two thousand two Spider Man. I'm going to guess the ones with Toby. Toby. That's uh, Toby. Yes. Two thousand three, Daredevil. Ben Affleck. X two, and Hulk.
1: Was it that? that has to be the Hulk with Edward Norton? Where Edward Norton played the Hulk, I believe.
0: I believe so. Let's look real quick.
1: Him or It's either him or Eric Bana. Because it was Eric Bana. Eric Bana. Okay. Then it's going to be Edward Norton, and then it goes to Mark Ruffalo.
0: See, and that's why I'm so confused by this stuff. Okay, then there's The Punisher.
1: <clears throat> with Thomas Jane and John Travolta.
0: Spider-Man 2. Mm-hmm. Blade Trinity. That's, that's 2004. Ryan.
1: <clears throat> that's Ryan Reynolds and uh, Wesley Snipes.
0: Okay. 2005. Electra, Fantastic Four.
1: Electra would be Jennifer Garner.
0: Yep. Two thousand six, X Men: The Last Stand. Mm. Two thousand seven, Ghost Rider, Spider Man Three, Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer.
1: So that's when it started. It was two thousand seven is when they really started pushing them out.
0: Two thousand eight, Iron Man, The Incredible Hulk, Punisher, War Zone.
1: Iron Man was the shit. You ever seen Iron Man? No. Iron Man, the original... Oh, actually, they're all great. The first one's fantastic. I think it's the best one. Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man? Yeah, he's so good, dude. He's so good. He's so sarcastic. It's so funny. If you didn't love Iron Man, I would be shocked.
0: I really I'm sure, would. I'm, I'm sure that I would... Again, I'm just confused about the chronological order of what I need to watch, which is why I've never watched them.
1: Iron Man is great. And then the second one, Iron Man 2, is where Mickey Rourke's the bad guy. Okay. And then an Iron Man 3, I believe it's Ben Kingsley is a bad guy.
0: Okay. Two thousand, so two thousand eight: Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Punisher, War Zone. Two thousand nine: X Men Origins, Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Twenty ten: Iron Man. Twenty eleven: Thor, X Men First Class, Captain America: The First Avenger, Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance.
1: Ghost Rider, that's when Nicholas Cage.
0: I believe I believe you're right. Twenty twelve: The Avengers, The Amazing Spider Man.
1: That's when they started doing the new Spider Man.
0: Who's the new Spider-Man?
1: Well, let me really rephrase that. The Amazing Spider-Man 2013, I believe, is Andrew Garfield. And then now there's even a newer guy now.
0: You're correct. Andrew Garfield. So yeah. now, Okay, so they redid him again with another actor. See, that's why I also get confused. Right. 2013, Iron Man 3, The Wolverine, Thor, The Dark World. Mm-hmm. Okay. 2014, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, The Amazing Spider-Man 2, X-Men, Days of Future Past, Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Oh yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. Chris Pratt.
0: Yep. Yep. Twenty fifteen, Avengers, Age of Ultron. Which I thought was a Voltron movie. I period.
1: literally was watching that today during dinner before I came here. Age of Ultron was on the sci fi network.
0: Twenty fifteen Ant Man and Fantastic Four.
1: Ant Man's good. People don't it sounds funny. Paul Rudd is fantastic in that.
0: Twenty sixteen, Deadpool, Captain America Civil War, X Men Apocalypse, Doctor Strange.
1: I think if I was picking favorites, I would go Deadpool and Iron Man. Have you ever seen Deadpool?
0: No, I haven't seen any of these.
1: Oh, dude, you okay? So a lot of unless they're the Avenger movies, and unless you want to get every single nuance of everything, which would cost you what twenty two movies times at least two hours a hit. It's a lot of time, but right, it's forty four hours of your life, two days of your life to watch them all. But like. If you don't like Iron Man, has its own story. Deadpool has its own story. Right. You know what so I'm saying? There's subsets inside
0: the Marvel yes, universe.
1: Yes, but it's the Avengers stuff where you might get sideways because it's like
0: because they bring everybody in together.
1: Yeah, and that has its own specific storyline.
0: Oh, see, all right. So 2017. I mean, and, and I know the base. Like I know that Logan is an X-Men movie.
1: Yes. Okay. And that's Wolverine. That's who Logan is.
0: Yeah. So 2017. Uh, so that's Logan, a Logan. Great one too. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Spider Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. Did he say that? Yeah. 2018, Black Panther, Avengers Affinity War, Deadpool 2, Ant Man and the Wasp, Venom. 2019, I 2019 Captain seen Marvel, Venom. and Avengers Endgame. More in 2019, Dark Phoenix, Spider Man Far From Home, The New Mutants. And in, twi- in uh, 2020, Morbius and Venom Two.
1: See, they figured out that that's what makes the most money. Are these? Are these? Uh, oh yeah, superhero movies, right. man.
0: So if I'm gonna, if I'm going to dedicate some time to watch some things, watch the Iron, watch three Iron Man movies. I'm
1: gonna say Iron Man. I'm gonna say Deadpool. Okay. What were the other ones you said in like 2017, 20? Thor was good. I thought Thor was really good. Yep. Uh, again, these are. The only I mean, ones can I watch seen. Black Panther by itself? I haven't seen it yet. I've heard Black Black Panther's fantastic. I've heard that's fantastic. Like, that got Oscar considerations.
0: Like, yeah. So, I mean... Uh, actually, it, uh, it won three Oscars, nominated for four more.
1: Yeah. Deadpool's fantastic. Um, Iron Man's great. Uh, Deadpool, Iron Man. There was another one you mentioned that was, like, a funny one. I like the funny ones. I like the ones that are funny. I thought the new, like, speaking on DC, a different one... I, I, I have not been a fan, honestly, of the new Batmans. The See, Ben I, Affleck Batmans. Not because of Ben Affleck's not good. I just don't think the movies are that good. What about
0: Christian Bale with Batman?
1: Oh, those are great. The ones with Christian Bale, those three movies? Yes. Batman Begins, Batman the Dark Knight, and... Dark Knight
0: Rises. Dark Knight Rises.
1: Dark Knight Rises. Those are fantastic. I just thought, after that, like Dawn of Justice, where it's like... I think it's, I think it's like Batman versus Superman. Like... Uh, the theory, like I was so stoked for Batman versus Superman and I was so underwhelmed. Really? Same thing with Suicide Squad. I was really stoked about that. See,
0: and I was too. And Suicide Squad did not do, I, I got Didn't bored. do anything for me. I didn't even watch the whole thing.
1: And I didn't think it was because like Jared Leto's Joker was good, but he never had any chance to like develop a plot line or anything. So it was like, eh. Somebody,
0: there's some new Batman movies coming out. So, there will new, be new ones. Someone's new playing the Joker. And it's somebody really cool.
1: The new Joker? Yeah. Oh, it's a Joaquin Phoenix.
0: Yes. Yeah. That I've seen be, the trailer for that. That looks really good. That will be incredible.
1: Yeah, that'll be really good. And it's done by the same guy who did uh, The Hangover, Todd Phillips, in old school.
0: So, you know, Todd Phillips puts himself into every movie as kind of a creep.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Will he do it for the Batman movies, you think? I
1: hope he does. I'm sure he will. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. That'll probably be second highest grossing movie
0: ever does. So this is from Marvel Imprints, which I guess these are called Icon Comics. Uh, 2010 Kick-Ass. Mm. 2013 Kick-Ass 2. Yeah. 2015 Kingsman: The Secret Service. Love, seen that? that love was great. that movie. He's
1: also in Robin Hood. He's a new Robin Hood.
0: Kingsman: The Golden Circle. I've not. I've seen parts of that one. I haven't seen the second one. And then in 2020, Kingsman: The Great Game.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: The Men in Black series falls under Malibu Comics, part of uh, Marvel.
1: Well, that'll be a new one, and that's with uh, Liam Neeson and Chris Hemsworth, who is Thor.
0: I will find you. And I will kill you. And I
1: will kill you. Taken was great. Great movie. Taken's one of the best.
0: There's just so many. much. Yeah. There's so many.
1: Because there's so much money be made off. They I know. 1.2 billion dollars. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Well, and I'll be honest with you, a lot of the movies, the other movies being released are crap. If you're being honest with yourself, the crap that's out there nowadays, it's pretty bad.
0: Went and saw um, a little <laughs> rom-com with uh, Rebel Wilson.
1: Isn't it romantic? Yes. How was it? Cute. Yeah. I was entertained. Funny. She's funny.
0: I thought it was done with her and, like, over her.
1: Yeah, pitch perfect.
0: Yeah, she uh, and she redeemed herself in this movie for me. I think she's funny. Yeah, she was very, very funny.
1: I'm trying to think. I can't think of any movies that we've
0: seen recently that I thought were, like, really good. I'm
1: trying. I I can't think of any that were, like, really good. No. I mean, we're so TV-bound now, which is essentially what you're watching happen all over the place, where it's like all these actors are going to television now. I am excited for the new Quentin Tarantino movie with Brad Pitt and Leonardo this summer, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the uh, story of Sharon Tate.
0: Oh, yeah. Sharon Tate is uh, Marilyn, uh, not Marilyn Manson, Charles Manson, right? Charles
1: Manson, yeah. That'll be great.
0: Yeah, that'll be really, really good. I mean, because Brad so,
1: Pitt and Leo ain't signing up for crap. There's no way.
0: No. Did you know that there's a St. Louis connection to all that?
1: The Sharon Tate murder?
0: Yeah. No what? Uh, and and, and um, Helter Skelter? No. Do you remember a TV reporter by the name of Al Wyman? He was like the health reporter.
1: Sounds very familiar.
0: So he was the one who... Who's this guy taking a picture with? It's like Somebody famous. Is it John Davidson? Is he there? Yeah. Somewhere was going on. Anyway. I'm very distracted by the TV. I'm not used to having it on in here. Anyway. So the guy's name was Al Wyman. He was the health reporter on KMOV for years. Okay. At the time of all the Helter Skelter murders in Charles Manson,
1: which he, was nineteen sixty nine, correct mm-hmm. nineteen.
0: And so he was a reporter for uh, KTLA in Los Angeles.
1: Mm-hmm. Al Wyman was.
0: Al Wyman was just a regular assignment reporter. Um, they knew where they thought they knew where this stuff was happening, but they really hadn't quite pinpointed it yet. Yeah they didn't have any evidence. So, but they had known, known that people who were doing it were, were, like, changing clothes. Like, after the murders were committed. Yeah. So, what he did was he, he got in the news van. Cameraman's driving. And they start driving down the hill. And he just starts changing his, taking his clothes off. It's seeing how long it takes. And when he gets undressed, he has the guy stop the, the truck. Mm-hmm. And he gets out and climbs down the hill and finds Sharon Tate's clothes. Wow. Which led to all the, got the evidence and led to all the convictions.
1: Holy crap. I think That's good helpful. reporting.
0: Yeah. It's super creative.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a St. Louis twist to it.
0: Yeah. And he was here for years.
1: There's a new one coming out, too, a new movie coming out with Will Smith where he's, his younger self is trying to kill his older self, and they're both assassins. Gemini? I want to say it's Gemini. It looks good.
0: Oh, here's what it is. Wyman and his television crew discovered the bloody clothes discarded by the killers on a hillside in Beverly Hills. As a result, Wyman was referenced in Helter Skelter and was portrayed in the television film based on the case.
1: Charles Manson, man. Crazy. Crazy, honestly, and and people that fall for that cult stuff blow my mind, man. Blows my mind. I don't like when anybody tells me what to do, much less some weirdo like that. That would really blow me out, man.
0: We just a little side story, so that's kind of cool. No, it's good. Um, so I just googled um the uh, big blockbusters of summer uh, twenty nineteen. So we have Avengers four coming out. Another one after this. Yeah. No, no, no. This that was, was... Endgame. No, no. <clears throat> they they <clears throat> cheated on. us.
1: Endgame should be the end. But it won't
0: be. Oh, what is this from? Hang on a second. Maybe this is... Uh, no, this is 2019. Avengers 4, Godzilla, The Lion King. I want to see that.
1: Detective Pikachu. That's with Ryan Reynolds playing Pikachu. That should be funny, actually. Men in Black spinoff. That's the one with uh Chris Hemsworth and Liam Neeson. John Wick 3 Parabellum. Yeah. Have you seen the John Wicks? No. Dude, you got to see the John Wicks.
0: Live Action Aladdin?
1: That's with Will Smith playing the genie.
0: Yeah. Godzilla King of Monsters?
1: Yeah, that doesn't look bad actually.
0: Secret Life of Pets 2?
1: I saw the first one, that was funny.
0: Oh no, not again. Charlie's Angels.
1: Oh. Wow.
0: Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Banks is directing. Kristen Stewart, Lupita, Lupita uh, Wingo. Uh-huh. She was a gal from Us. I said I don't watch Us either.
1: Uh, the movie Us. Remember the scary one with the families that are...
0: I didn't see that. Either. Oh, oh no, not This Is Us. No, Us. just the movie Us. And Naomi Scott are, at the very least, in Toxic to Star. Hmm. Um, Toy Story 4. Nice. Cowboy Ninja Viking.
1: What the hell is that?
0: Uh Michelle McLaren, Breaking Bad, is directing Chris Pratt in this adaptation of the comic book by A.J. Lieberman. The movie is set to film in Canada later this year. And the central character is a man with multiple personal disorder multiple personality disorder, who takes on attributes of a ninja, a viking, and a cowboy.
1: <laughs> yeah, sound bad. As
0: you usually do. Sound bad. Uh Spider Man Far from Home. A Top Gun Maverick.
1: Yeah, I heard about that. That sounds good. That's Tom Cruise Tom returns Cruise. to
0: one of his most successful movies ever. The second Top Gun reference in this show.
1: Yeah. I'm dangerous.
0: <laughs> I'm going to bite you. Uh, Tom Cruise returns to one of his most successful movies ever over 30 years since the original debuted. He'll be back as Maverick in the cunningly entitled Top Gun Maverick. Joseph Kaczynski is rumored to direct Cruise for the second time after they're having a pleasant collaboration. On 2013's Oblivion, the film has also has Miles Teller attached to play Maverick's son. Yeah. as well as confirmation that Val Kilmer will be reprising the role Ice of Man. Iceman. That'll be good. Uh, Lion King live action. That looks great. Hobbs and Shaw with The
1: Rock. Yeah, that's a spinoff of Fast and Furious.
0: Okay, New Mutants.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: Dora the Explorer. Be going to that. Yeah. Artemis Fowl. No idea. Once upon a time in Hollywood, August ninth. The Grudge, rounding out the summer. Uh, it's a uh, scary movie.
1: Hmm. I guess it seems like a decent enough. Uh, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. There's Some good movies. There'll be a few of them. What's going to be our play out music today? What do you think it's going to be? You got any ideas? I was wondering all day what you're going to pick. I'm not even kidding. I was thinking about it, I'm like, what's he gonna go with?
0: I haven't even thought about it. I'm trying to think. I'm
1: trying to think of something that would be good for uh the Blues. Who at this point in the conversation, even though this will be a couple of days old, it's two to one with the series tied one to one. Blues are on the power play, thanks to a Roman Pollock high stick. Third period, <coughs> seven fifty three to play. What is Andy got up his sleeve?
0: What they play for the uh on the radio when they do the when they do all the ads.
1: I wondered what this was. Like it sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. Like, St. Louis Blues hockey is brought to you by Bud Light Enterprise. Amarin, Missouri.
1: I hear all the blues players listen to the SQL Happy Hour podcast.
0: Really? Yeah. Neat. They love it. the very so back in the day when Dan Kelly was doing this, the very, the very beginning of the song, I mean, Saint Louis Blues hockey is on the air. Love that! Hey, thanks for listening to this lovely, lovely episode. We really, really appreciate it.
1: Episode eleven. Episode eleven, that's right?
0: We're getting there. We're gonna. We'll, we'll get to twelve eventually. Hopefully next week, yeah. we should be good to go. We're, uh, we're recording on Mondays now. Going to try and get things out uh, before Friday. Uh, to make it a little more timely. <laughs> You'll push your stuff out a week later. So, uh, this is the STL Happy Hour podcast. And I always forget it. Oh, you can find us on your favorite uh, podcast app today. is iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, Stitcher and spotify just search stl happy hour for john alpina sander i'm andy hanselman you've been listening to the stl happy hour podcast on the st louis podcast network